Yeah, so as you guys are chatting, just let me kind of run through what we're doing tonight in case uh, there's, I know we got a couple new people. Some people from last week might remember, uh, but in case not, uh, let me remind you guys what this uh, stream is tonight. So last week, while Codations make faces, while we, uh, last week, or actually a couple weeks ago, Codations came to me and said he thought it would be fun to do like an Ask Me Anything stream. Um where like one stream or one podcast, he asks me questions. And then the next podcast, I ask him questions. So last week, Codations kind of, you know, for, for lack of a better word, I'll just say interviewed me um, and asked me, you know, he came up with a list of questions, asked me questions. People in the chat, you can ask questions as well, which people did last week, ask me questions. Uh, again, this week, the focus is going to be on Codations. Uh, so I'm going to go through, I have a list of questions that I came up with. Um, I would say mine's probably going to be more interview style than Codations was. I think Codations just kind of came up with some fun questions and, and threw them out there. Uh, some of my questions would be the same. Like for example, I'll probably start with the uh, same thing he started with, which is, uh, what's your favorite sex position? No, <laughs> which I is, mean, I'm game. I'm game. Let's go. I'm already ready. Uh, which was like, you know, starting with like where you grew up and stuff like that. Uh, but you know, I also, you know, I, I don't know. I had to choose questions that interest me or I'm going to get bored during the interview. So that's what I did. But you guys are free to ask any questions you want in the chat and we'll throw those in as I'm going uh, for codations. Um, and he will answer those as well. Uh, to be honest, we'd rather you guys be asking all the questions and me kind of just grabbing them and feeding them to them since this is more meant not for me to learn about codations or codations to learn about me, uh, but more was for you guys to kind of get to know us, you know, those that are in the community uh, and that are around us, especially since we both tend to do stuff together. Most people kind of know us both. Um, so yeah, that was the plan. Uh, so that is what we're doing tonight. I will be asking or interviewing codations. Um, like I said, I have questions anytime as you come up with questions, like I said, uh, type them in the chat. It might take a minute before I'll, I'll, I'll make note of them. It might take a moment before I actually, you know, ask him the question you asked because he might be in the middle of answering another one or something like that. Uh, but we will get to it. We will answer them, uh, especially ones from the chat. You just changed something again and it looks crazy again. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to, you're I'm fine. You're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You do you, man. You do. You, you can, I keep saying that, but remember I, uh, I don't actually, I have a bad monitor, so it might actually look good, to be honest. Okay, so with that said, let's dive in. So uh, we already got a couple questions. <laughs> Don't already... steal my intro. <laughs> let's dive in. Let's dive in. Anyways, let's go ahead. All right. Welcome back to the channel, guys. This is Codations coming at you again with another video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that guy sounds like he's on crack, dude. You know, like every time that I listen back to my videos and people always give me shit about talking so fast, I'm like, I don't talk that fast. And then I'm like sitting at work, hit the play button. And then I'm like, whoa, wait a second. I just mixed like five words together. That was not good. All right. So first question up, let's go. What is the first question? We got a couple in the chat already. So I guess I'm going to start with those right away. We got Aiden asking, what's your favorite food? Favorite food? Um, 100% uh, pizza, hands down. Good choice, man. Pizza is fucking good. Hokage says pizza. Hokage says if you could bang any anime chick, who would it be? An alien, I assume. Right now, the only anime that I've really dabbled into, um, and that would be Asuna, 100% from uh, Sword Art Online. 
Sword Art Online Asuna. Asuna? Is that how you say it? Yeah, Asuna. Yep. Okay, okay. That's the yep. chick's name from Sword Art Online? Yes. Okay. Alex D says, what's your favorite and worst part of content creation? <laughs> That's a fucking good one. <laughs> all right. Well, let's dive in. Um, all right. So my favorite and worst part. So my my favorite part um, is I get to build a community around playing mobile games, which is something that I really love and enjoy. Um, and then I also like, I'm not going to lie. I also do like that, um, attention, you know, of, of, you know, putting out content or making videos and stuff and getting positive feedback. Um, I do really enjoy that. Um, and obviously just in general, you know, helping out, you know, the community around whatever game it is that I've enjoyed playing. Um, that would I say would be the best. Um, and then ultimately if we look for long-term like future, uh, for the best, um, that would be, I pretty much my, I, idea of what I want to do or my goal, uh, my dream basically is to do this full time. And then in doing that, I would, I would like to state that I would hope that it would give me more free time. I mean, you know, as far as not free time, like away from working, cause I'd be putting in time doing this. Um, but more free time is in like, I'm not going to a job punching in, you know what I mean? Like, you know, eight to five every single day, you know, at a place that is, eh, you know what I mean? You know, you know, feeling, and then I just can't wait to get home to do this. You know what I mean? So it'd be sweet to do that. Um, now the worst part of content creation, I would 100% say, um, the, the worst part would be the oh man there's a couple different things that i want to mention but i'm trying to figure out how exactly do i want to word them um i would probably say the loneliness slash depression um that can set in um when creating content depending on um what you focus on i mean you know and what your drive is do you know what i mean and then and and not staying up to date in the community does that make sense like um i i don't know if you feel the same way derek or if you've ever gotten to that point where um you know you're creating content but maybe your videos aren't popping off as much as they used to you know so every now and then you know you get you know you, you get your head stuck into analytics do you know what i mean or whatever you know and you kind of go down that rabbit hole a little bit you know so that little bit of so not depression but you know that little bit of like um you know what I'm saying? Like that disappointment feeling kicks in. Um, or there's times where I'm so busy with content creation, like with mobile games that I neglect, you know, my real life friends, you know what I mean? You know, or playing, you know, console games, you mean, or PC games, you know, outside of the mobile realm, you know, with my, with my real life buddies, does that make sense? You know? So there's, there's, it comes a time where I lose that sense of drive because I don't take that time off. You know, I mean, I'm pumping out daily videos and there's sometimes where, you know, there'd be four or five days go by before I really talk to anybody else. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden I'm like, Oh, you know, I really need that, that, uh, interaction with some you know somebody outside of just me playing mobile games so do you not get a lot of interaction at your day job that holds you over or no no i mean i mean i mean sometimes sometimes yeah but most of the time um on my uh, my day-to-day -day operations it's i get to work at eight o'clock in the well seven thirty eight o'clock um and then i pretty much you know head headphones on you know headphone grind until you know five o'clock in the evening i mean that's pretty much my standard um and then the occasional tech work or it work and again it's only me helping out you mean a, another you know their co-worker you know there's no really social interaction that i i dive into on a daily basis besides me and my wife and you don't find the because uh, you say you know lack of social interaction and stuff. You don't find uh, the interaction from your community to suffice. So is it that is it just that you need real life friends that you actually go and hang out with, 
Or I, I guess I want to know a little bit more what you mean by it's super so, lonely so, because I'm assuming you've met so, a lot of people doing this. Right, 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 right. So that part, that part, um, it doesn't matter about being real life friends or not. Um, a lot of times it 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 literally just boils down to um, like myself. You know what I mean? You know, you know, like if I'm not taking that time, you know, because I mean, I've got a discord that's got, you know, almost 300 people in it, you know, that people are in there. They're active. You know, I talked to Alex, for instance, you know, if you guys don't know Alex D in the chat, you know, he's a really good friend of mine, you know, so I talked to him on the regular, but besides that, you know what I mean? Like if, unless if I'm investing that time, you know what I mean? You know, to really talk to people in the, you know, in my discord community, you know, talk to people, you know, outside of discord, you know, or whatever, you know what I mean? Like then, yeah, I mean, I think that's, I think it chalks up to the same for me. Does that make sense? Like real life friends or discord friends or, you know, whatever else. I think a lot of it just comes down to my interaction, my personal interaction. You know, it's, I'm busy with the wife, busy with the kid, busy with work. You know, I get home trying to use all of my time up as much as possible. You know, I create videos. I do all this other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, you know, by the end of the night, it's, you know, 12 o'clock at night and I haven't reached out to anybody. You know, I do that for, you know, so many days. And then all of a sudden I just get that feeling, you know, of, of antisocial, you know, I'm just like, man, you know, I really just want to connect with somebody, you know, and sit, you know, and chill and hang out for a little bit or something. So, right. Makes sense. Makes sense. But that's the dark side. Again, I'm not trying to deter anybody from creating, you know, content, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that, you know, I don't like creating content. It's just, it's something that I'm working through. You know what I mean? I'm trying to find that perfect balance. You know, I, I signed up to do daily content, you know what I mean? You know, um, daily videos all the time on my channel. I enjoy doing that. Um, it's just sometimes I think that I do need to, you know what I mean, you know, try to, you know, take that break, you know I mean, you know, you know, to take that one day off or to, you know, or to, or to double up on a video, you know, two videos, you know, one day to get a day, you know, to where I don't have to create a video, you know, that kind of sort of thing. But yeah. And just, uh, yep. Yep. Great answers. A little side note. I do think that would be an interesting topic to talk about sometime on the podcast is the, you know, there's this need or, or, you know, this thing nowadays kind of like, you know, create, 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 don't consume, don't consume. And I really think it's, uh, I really think you need to have time to consume. I really think it's a balance of creating and consuming. Uh, I think you get a lot out of the consuming process when it's done properly. I think most of the time when people are saying create instead of consume, what they're saying is don't just consume. Uh, you know, but it kind of right. gets taken out of the way. So just side note, might be an interesting topic to talk about sometime. Jaden in the Discord, chat my man. <laughs> says, do you like cookies and cream and chocolate cake? Both of them, yes, 100%. Yep. No, I'm a big cookies and cream person. When it comes to ice cream, I'm a big Oreo fan when it comes to actual cookies. I mean, um, and then obviously chocolate cake. Yeah, it's, it's perfect. Rocky um, it's says, my cake, by the way, though, if you want to know my favorite cake, just for anybody that's out there, um, it's carrot cake, but not cream cheese frosting. It's got to be sugar frosting. I hate cream cheese. So Rocky says hello in the chat. Hey, Rocky. Good to see you, my friend. Aiden says we have a new president quotations. Alex says Tom Brady just reached the seventh Super Bowl. Just plugging. Haha. But here's the question. What nearly impossible accomplishment was your dream when you were younger? Um, okay. So this actually dives, dives a little bit deep. So I actually did not have, um, any, to be honest with you. I didn't, I mean, I had a really, really rocky, rocky childhood. Um, I grew up in uh, a really, um, I want to say negative, um, childhood, um, that had a lot of negative influences. And so, um, I tended to, 
um, pretty much put my childhood, um, my personal childhood on hold. Um, I know that sounds crazy coming from like a 10 year old, but um, I pretty much put myself on hold to care for my brother and my younger siblings at the time. Um, and that took up a good chunk of my childhood. And then once I was 16, I moved out of my mom's house. So childhood dream. I didn't really have one, to be honest with you. I didn't even know. I didn't even know until I wasted a year at community college, um, what I wanted to do. With well, kind of going right. into that, because I do have a couple questions kind of about childhood and stuff that I'd written down. That's yep, what I yep. was going to start with. Uh, so, <laughs> so diving into that. So can you tell us a little bit about where you grew up and uh, and, and yeah, what it was like yeah. your childhood? Because I'm kind of interested now that you said uh, it was kind of a rocky <laughs> childhood and, oh, yeah. and you basically oh, yeah, no, had to raise no, your sure. siblings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, so basically, long story short. Um, First, where did you grow so, up? Yeah, that's what I was going to get to. So, yeah, I had, I had a back, back step here real quick. So um, basically... Um, I grew up on the East Coast, um, and I was born in Jacksonville – or not Jacksonville, sorry, uh, Placa, Florida, which is just outside of Jacksonville, Florida. Um, and then I lived there, I'm going to say, probably until I was about four. Uh, my parents were married um, prior to having me. They had me. Um, when I was four years old, they got divorced. My dad was in the military. That's how they officially met. Uh, my mom was not in the military, but uh, all of my mother's family um, is part of the military all up and down the East Coast. Um, and then the, the Navy, by the way. Um, and that's where my mom met, met my father. Um, he was in the Navy. Um, and then to get you to catch you up to speed a little bit when my parents divorced, when I was four, my dad moved back to Iowa here, where the current state that I live in, um, where he was from. And that's where all of his family is from before he joined the Navy, um, and got stationed on the East coast basically. Um, and then my mom stayed on the East coast. Um, so I lived with my mom. She had primary custody. Um, I would visit my father once a year, um, sometimes twice a year, depending on if we did Christmas, um, you know, or, uh, you know, we did, we went every summer basically. Um, and then we would do, try to do every other Christmas. Sometimes it didn't, didn't work out, but, um, long story short, um, I moved 29 times my entire life. Um, and that, that is from the time I was, mm, I want to say like 12, I think is when my father started actually keeping track of addresses that we would move to. So from 12 to 16 is when I moved 29 times. Um, and then basically that's 29 different schools and that's 29 like different places that we lived. Like not, we didn't like move like next door or to a different apartment. That's 29 like completely different school zones and everything. Um, and no, it wasn't because my mom was uh, whatsoever, um, you know, like in the military or dated guys that are in military. No, it was it was literally uh, my mother, for lack of better words, discovered the Internet. Um, and then hopefully she's not watching this because I'm going to get the third degree tomorrow. Um, I don't think she's going to watch this because she doesn't know about the podcast. But let's be for real. Um, but anyways. Um, so, um, for the lack of better words, she found out about the internet. She discovered the fact that she could meet men online. Um, and through like a, what was it? What was it back in the day? Like, um, AIM, like aim messenger or whatever was like the big one that she was using. And, and all those other ones, like when dial up was a thing. Yeah. Um, but long story short, she would meet these guys on the internet, know nothing about them. And then she would basically root, root us as kids, three kids in with these random stranger, these guys. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that was pretty much my life, um, from, I mean, geez, I don't even know, probably like six or seven or whatever, all the way through up to the age of 16. Um, and then we would just pretty much just live with them for a while. Either they would get tired of my mom, you know what I mean? And realize that she was just using them for money or whatever. Um, or the opposite would happen. I mean, there was a couple of times where the guy would cheat on her or vice versa. Um, you know, and she'd move on to somebody else that she had met. So, um, long story short to wrap it all up, um, my mom through the entire, you know, childhood of this, these, 
um, things going on. Um, she got addicted to uh, prescription medications. Um, and that was pretty much um, her life from that point on. Um, unfortunately, until I want to say... I think they've been married now for like 10 years, maybe um, I'm 27, but I'm going to say maybe 10 years now. And that's my stepfather. Um, and uh, she's been married four times. My mom has, um, I did not go to the last wedding um, because when she called me and asked me, I was like, however old. And I, and I, and I told her that uh, I figured there'd be another one. That was my response, I believe. Um, <laughs> but uh Anyways, so long story short, so she's been married to the same guy for a while now, um, and they do officially live in Iowa here with me now ever since we had our um, our son um, because I'm her, my mom's oldest child, so she wanted to be closer to him, to my son, you know, to be a grandmother to him, um, and then that currently is, is, is also a struggle that we are dealing with right now. Um, because she, you know, she, she's already thrown the grandparents have rights, you know, you know, stuff my way. But anyways, long story short, crazy childhood. Mom was hooked on prescription um, medications our entire life. Um, you know, there was a lot of neg, you know, negligence and a lot of just, um, you know, me taking care of my brother, that sort of thing. Um, a lot of people always ask the question, well, then why didn't you just go live with your father? Uh, my father um, did very well for himself. He ended up getting out of the military, um, did electrical work for a while, because that's what he was on the naval base, was it was an electrician on a actual aircraft carrier. That's what he did in the, in the Navy. Um, and then he did a little bit of that for a while. Then he went into correctional officer for a local prison. Um, so he did that for so many years. And then he basically worked his way into airport security security like TSA. Um, and then now he is like one of the big, one of the big wigs, um, in De like in the Des Moines airport area, um, and makes, you know, Buku's money. He got remarried, um, to, uh, my stepmom and I believe I was like six or seven. So it was, it was really quick, not too long, a couple years after my mom. Um, and then they've been married ever since and they had a daughter as well together. But so, um, back to what I was saying was, is I went to go move in with him. I came up and visit him one summer. And I want to say, I was like, nine maybe maybe somewhere around maybe a little bit younger but i came to um to stay with him for the summertime as i always did um decided that i wanted to move in with him um at that point um she he got papers drawn up by a lawyer and everything we went i flew back home with the papers um for her to sign um she was gonna sign them and then i couldn't live with myself for whatever reason at that age it's kind of crazy when you think about it but um i went to my mom the night before told um before she was gonna um uh, sign the paperwork and send them in. Um, and I told her not to send the paperwork. I wanted to stay with her. She ended up not signing them. I stayed with my mom. And then when I called my dad, I had to explain to him, by the way, again, like I said, I'm like seven, seven to nine, nine ish age. Um, and I had explained to him that the reason why I didn't move, um, was because I wanted to stay and take care of my brother. Uh, my brother was provided by a different, um, person that was not married with my mom or at all. And he had nobody else there. Um, and my sister at that point had already moved, um, in with my father, um, on her, you know, one of like the summer prior to that. So, um, I didn't want to abandon him. So that was coming from like a seven, seven year old or nine year old at the time. Um, and then I pretty much lived with my mom's house until I was 16. Um, and then I moved out of my mom's house at 16. So hopefully that answers the question of my childhood. Well, what was the original question? 
Uh, oh, the you, dream question. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the reason why that was the reason why I didn't have a dream. I, I uh, or at least that's what I blame it on. Anyways, I mean, I could be wrong. Maybe when I was a kid, I dreamed of being something, but um, I can't recall it to be honest with you, um, because it just I had so much other stuff going on that I I never really focused on that. And quite frankly, I didn't even think I was ever going to go to college, um, or or I mean, I knew I was going to finish high school because that was a goal of mine. I wanted to finish high school for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I ended up meeting a girl um, in my freshman year of high school who was very straight and narrow. Um, her parents went to church all the time, very, very um, respectful. Um, so I pretty much was just taken underneath their wing. Um, and they did as much as you know they possibly could to basically pretty much probably teach me what I know now. You know what I mean? A lot of what I know now. Um, and then that's kind of what set me onto the right path of being like, oh shit, you know, I actually need goals. You know, I actually need, you know, you know, an, an idea or something, you know, that I want to achieve, you know? Um, and then that's pretty much why I ended up busting my ass my senior year. Um, in high school, um, took a lot of honors classes to get additional credits because my GPA was so low. Um, I couldn't get my, I had to try to get my GPA up to a 2.5. Yeah. That sounds crazy, right? Um, 2.5 in order to get accepted into most universities universities. Um, and so, yeah, long story short, I worked my ass to get there, got to that point, wrote a really long, um, uh, what is, what do you want to call it? Not an acceptance letter, but a letter, you know, to the, the college board, you know, basically saying, this is why I feel like I should be accepted, you know, only with a 2.7, you know, the lowest that they would ever accept that type of thing. Um, and then long story short, uh, my girlfriend at the time ended up deciding to not go to that college. Um, and we ended up not going to college. So I put in all that work and <laughs> didn't go to college, but whatever, um, at that time, anyways, I mean, I ended up going back to the local community college, you know, and doing something else on my own. Um, but the original plan, I was supposedly um, going to go to a four-year university that I never attended. So anyways. Okay. Uh, Aiden asks real quick, uh, what's your favorite holiday? Um, Christmas, 100%. Uh, and then he says, would you rather have a pizza party or do nothing? Um, obviously a pizza party for sure. Yeah, um, and then, and then back to the whole Christmas thing. I've got like, um, no joke. I'm a huge Christmas fanatic, like it's insane. We had a one bedroom apartment and I pretty sure I had every surface of that one bedroom apartment, including on top of the cabinets covered in Christmas stuff. I have like <laughs> 10 totes downstairs in my basement. That is nothing but Christmas decorations every year after Christmas. I hit all of the big box stores. You can ask my wife. I will blow a thousand dollars on new Christmas decorations. I am literally a ridiculous. I mean, like in wrapping paper galore. I buy wrapping paper. I see it. I fuck. I'll buy. I'll buy Halloween wrapping paper in the middle of of the season and then carry that sucker to next year's Christmas. I'm just. I, I love <laughs> Christmas. My favorite holiday. Okay. Uh, taking back to your childhood though for a minute, I had a couple yep, more questions. Yep. Uh, yeah, whatever you got. So you just said you're you had a a brother and a sister. Was is that it? You just have one brother, one sister. Nope, nope. So then I've got a stepsister, which was provided by my stepmom um, prior to my uh, my dad and my uh, stepmom getting married. Um, and then I got a half sister, um, which is provided, you know, obviously from my dad and my stepmom. Um, so I think that makes uh, two, two or uh, three females, and then one brother, and then myself. So yep. Okay. Okay. Three females, not three sisters. Okay. Three <laughs> sisters. Sorry. <laughs> three sisters. I'm just messing. Three sisters. Uh, and when yep. you said you moved a lot, you know, your mom was going to yep. all these different guys. Was it all in Florida or did you move all no. over the country? No, no, no. And yeah, all over the country. So um, my mom's family are actually from Virginia Beach, Virginia. That's where they all are. Um, so that, that was actually um, – 
in terms for other people to understand that was like the safe zone does that make sense so like so like it anytime we got kicked out from somewhere that we that we didn't have anywhere else to go um, or anything like that we we always went back home right so we always went to you know basically virginia beach we lived with one of my relatives whether it was a cousin you know um aunts uncles uh my grandparents um my grandma um you know uh, rest you know rest in peace she's dead now but um but uh she was like my like my, my second mom i mean she she took care of us you know a good chunk of our childhood you know when my mom you know couldn't provide for us or or you know um we lived with her basically at that point um and then um yeah i mean so basically i've lived as far north um as west virginia and richmond area and then i've lived as far south as florida and then i've lived every almost everywhere in between so like charleston south carolina um charlotte north carolina nags head um moyock north carolina virginia beach virginia portsmouth virginia gastonia um literally just i mean literally up and down the the east coast i lived in georgia for a little bit i don't even remember where the hell we lived where the hell the town was called that we lived in georgia um tennessee for a little bit um do uh, any of the places stick out in your mind are like favorite places that you lived i mean do you do you have recollections of any of the actual areas or was it just so quick that you really don't um well a lot of the stuff that when I was younger, I don't, re- I mean, I don't like that, like that would be, you know, that's hard for me to, to, to say like this place. Um, but I would say the biggest one, which is kind of sad, but the biggest one was the safe, was the safe place. You know what I mean? You know, Virginia, was the Beach. Virginia, Virginia Beach, okay. Virginia. I mean, that's, I mean, that's pretty much where we always went to holidays. We were always there no matter where we lived. I mean, you know, to visit family members. Um, that's probably where I spent the most of my childhood was in Virginia Beach. Just because, like I said, I mean, even if we lived with somewhere else, we'd always would, would find our way back to Virginia Beach. And then when I graduated um, and I uh, uh, moved out at 16, I actually went back to Virginia Beach for a okay. while. That's where I went back, you know, to to get you know, reacquainted with stuff and what I needed to do and how to get my life straightened out. So, yeah. And to go back into the question that was asked earlier a little bit, but kind of yep. to phrase it a little different just to see if, uh, so, I mean, when, when you were doing all this, I mean, did you have any thoughts? Were you ever thinking about like, you know, how your life was going to be when you got older? I mean, do you remember ever thinking that like how you were going to do it when you finally got to that age that you can kind of get out from it all? Um, no, actually I didn't. I, there was, there was a long time, um, uh, no, I mean, I mean, there was, I mean, I, like I said, man, I, I couldn't tell you anything that I ever thought about. I mean, I can tell you some of the interests that I had. So I think maybe that might've peaked a little bit of like, um, stuff. Like I was really, really, really big into, uh, to skateboarding for the longest time. Like from like, I want to say from like, 11 or 12, um, up until probably when I was 16, um, I, I did nothing but skateboard. I mean, I hit a lot of skate parks. I was actually in a lot of, uh, skateboarding tournaments and like, um, competitions and stuff. I was, I was actually pretty good, like a pretty good local skateboarder. Um, especially when I lived in Richmond, Virginia, um, there was a store it's closed now, but it was called dominion. Um, and I was, um, semi sponsored by them. So I actually got a lot of like donated boards and stuff to me and like t-shirts and hats and stuff. So that was pretty cool. Um, but, uh, but I never, I mean, I never, I never pursued it or anything. I mean, because we moved too much, you yeah. know, I never really was stable enough in one place, but I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you, like I said, I no. I mean, I, I never had that childhood dream where people are like, I've always dreamed of being a cop. You know, I signed up to, you know, to join, you know, the cop, you know, or to be a cop, you know, here or the force or whatever. You know what I mean? And then the same thing with like people who are teachers, you know, like I've always dreamed of being a teacher. I've always dreamed of being a doctor and a nurse. No, I, I mean, I've never had that to be honest with you. I, and, and I didn't really have any 
any sort of interest either, to be honest with you. I mean, I, I grew up playing video games, um, you know, just as we had video games. And then I, you know, and other friends' house playing video games. Um, but I never dreamed of, or I don't think a lot of people did at that point, you know, of being video, you know, playing video games for life. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, to be honest well, with you. Well, I think going in into, school, oh, go ahead, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to say, I think in high school, I was going to say, I think in high school, um, it started to shift a little bit. Um, I really developed a love for art. Um, and, and all the way up into high school, I mean, I would draw and sketch a lot. I mean, you know, so like that was a, another big thing that I got into. Um, but I, but I didn't dream of being an artist, you know what I mean? You know, I just, I just knew that that was something that I enjoyed doing, you know what I mean? And that's something that I, that I wanted to know more on and learn more. So in high school, I took every art class that my high school would, would allow me to take. So. Well, kind of going into, uh, I see real quick, Alex has another question. So let me ask that real quick. He's yep, asking, yep, yep, go ahead. what's your favorite music style and or artist? So music style is hard. I'm kind of all over the place. Um, I would say in my teens, um, and I still venture back to that, um, is going to be alternative rock. Um, I love a lot of like shine down, um, all, or I guess I should say a, 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 a range. So everything from like shine down, um, to, you know, all the way to slipknot and Godsmack, um, kind of like that alternative, you know, realm is kind of what it gets into. Um, I did dab a little bit in a screamo, um, but I'm all over the place to be honest with you, Alex, I listen to, pretty much anything um i the wife is a huge country fan i i've grown to like a little bit of that it's not my favorite genre um but i i but i know a lot of it and there is some songs that i absolutely will sing um and then um i like a lot of hip-hop and rap and stuff i'm a huge eminem fan i've been listening to eminem since eminem was a thing um and then i don't know i mean i'm all over the place and then i'm really oh you know what fine i'll i'll convert this question how about that let's convert the question what is my secret pleasure music that I absolutely enjoy that not a lot of people would enjoy. Um, and that is going to be, um, pop swing music. I am a absolute fan of swing electro or like pop swing music, man. I don't know what it is, but it's, it's my forte, dude. It's my jam. It's got like a, you know, like, like a, like a deep rhythm, you know, like the Charleston, you know, that, that kind of like genre, that era, I just absolutely love it. But anyways, fair enough. Back to your question. Uh, yeah. So I was just going to say, so you said you mainly hung out in Virginia beach. This might be a hard question. I don't know. I'm not an expert interviewer okay. or anything, but just one that popped to mind was, uh, so if you had, since you said kind of Virginia beach was your, your base home, instead of just trying to like really go into describing me, you know, Virginia beach, uh, can you describe growing up in Virginia beach in one sentence? You had to put it in one sentence. Um, yeah. Yeah. One sentence. Or, you know, I mean, it could be like um, a parent, but you know what I mean? Just like, a, a... um, growing up in Virginia beach is a, I would say a Sandy surf tastic experience. There we go. Okay. That's my sentence. <laughs> uh, and then going off of that, you said that uh, you were big into skateboarding. And then you also yep. said, uh, uh, what was the other thing? Uh, I know art, but I mean, the other thing you yep. said outside of skateboarding, uh, video game, you said something else. Oh, man, it slipped my mind. But anyways, I was going to, it kind of then led me to the question or thinking of, of what's one of your like most favorite childhood memories from growing up in, in the area? 
Well, I guess it doesn't have to be Virginia Beach, but do you have like a, you know, I, I remember like what, like for example, just to kind of give you a minute to think here, you know, I remember like the day I got a Sega Genesis. I don't know why it was just like such a happy moment that Christmas opening that Sega Genesis. Like it's just etched in my mind forever. That ex like, do you have any of those childhood memories where it's just like that was a good fucking day or that was just a good fucking um kind of sorta um i mean it really just depends on the time period um because the hard the hard part is 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 i've i've moved so many times that i can't I think i talked about this on one stream too um with you maybe it was a live stream when you were gaming or something but like it's hard because I've moved so many times and met so many people and I've lived in so many things and have done so many things in my life um, through those experiences that a lot of it meshes together. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I know as crazy as that sounds, do you know what I mean? But like it just it a lot of a lot of shit just gets blurred and put together. I mean, you know, and kind of mashed together. I mean, some of the big things that if I'm just speaking off the top of my head right now, some of the biggest things that um, kind of stand out to me, um, I would say probably um going to bush gardens in water country usa i only got to go once in my entire life um but both of those places they 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 sell like a package bundle together very very awesome experience just because i got the opportunity it was provided by the way by my aunt um and i got the opportunity to bring a friend of mine from school which was also a fellow skateboarder um and so that was really cool so that's like an experience that just sticks out to me right away um and then just to think of a couple other ones i mean i don't really know i mean I mean, um, one of them probably would be the, the, the fact that we lived in a house with a guy, um, that was like, I want to say two blocks, um, from the actual grave digger. If anybody's a monster truck rally fan here. Um, so his actual house and where he's from is from nags head. Um, and we actually lived like two blocks down the road from him. Um, and so I've met him numerous times. I got to go out to his house and he has like in the front yard, he's got like, you know, basically versions of the monster trucks that he would drive and, you know, in his, in his, um, competition. I mean, you can stand out there and take pictures and, and everything like that. And so I, I've actually met him and his parents both. Oh, um, cool. And that was that was pretty cool. Um, and then I want to say the last but not least thing um, I think that stands out really big that I that I thought was really badass was um, I met a lot of professional skateboarders um, when they came in through Virginia Beach, Virginia, and they came to the seventh um, seventeenth uh, surf shop um, down there and. Um, and it was like uh, Bob Barker, um, you know, Bob Burnquest, um, and then what was um, Ray Barbie. Um, uh, Ryan Sumner, you know, some of the really, you know, big names back in the day that skated for audio, they came through, um, and I got to actually go out and meet them. Um, it wasn't, I it wasn't anything special for me. It was just, there was like, I want to know, like 35 people, 40 people, you know, like from the skateboard, um, park that got invited that somebody had like leaked out information that they were at the local, you know, 17th surf shop. We all went down there, bombarded, of course, you know, the window. And then we got through and, and I've got a board, um, that's in the garage. Um, that's like the feast and the firm tour is what tour they were on. Um, and they weren't scheduled to stop there. They just happened to, to stop there to pick up skate parts or whatever they were doing. Um, and then I got all of them, the, their hand signatures on the board. So that was really cool. cool. Yeah, that's really dope. Uh, Aiden in the chat asked, do you play Fortnite? No, currently at the time, um, I do not play Fortnite. I did play a whole lot of Fortnite. 
um, at the start of Fortnite. Um, when Fortnite was growing on the console, um, I played on Xbox. Um, and then, I mean, I think that was probably even um, before nin- the whole ninja, you know, era, you know, actually grew to be as big as it was at the time. Um, I, I don't think hardly anybody was really playing Fortnite. I just jumped in and was playing with a few friends and I ended up playing for like two or three months, I believe. And then and then okay. I, I got out of it. But okay. I didn't. I didn't create content or anything like it back by back then. So anybody that's yeah. listening to the podcast, by the way, I have not created content on YouTube for a total of a year yet. So okay. And going back to kind of the childhood, or whatever, because yep. you know you kind of gave some of the happiest. Uh, and and this doesn't have to go like super because you know it sounds like your childhood was a little whatever. Uh, but but is there any uh, any like your worst childhood memory? Do you have like a worst childhood memory? Um, oh yeah, yeah. I've got some crazy ones. Um, so one of them was, um, is I had, um, mistakenly OD'd, um, at one point. Um, and I, mistakenly. and by mistake, mistakenly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, um, I got home, um, from school one day I got in the car, um, and, uh, it was me and my cousin was driving. My cousin was coming to stay and live with us at the time. Um, we were driving my mother's car. Um, and we were just going, I don't even know to run errands or something. I can't remember exactly what we were doing. Um, but, uh, I had a headache. So I reached in, you know, opened up the center console and I was just digging through the center console as we're, as we're driving down the road. Um, and I found a, a, uh, um, travel size Tylenol bottle, right? Um, not thinking twice about it. I was like 15 at the time, not thinking twice about it, you know, opened it up, you know, threw two on my hand, you know, threw them back. Um, and then I want to say like an hour later, 30 minutes to an hour later, I don't remember anything from that point. Um, and that was on like a Friday until like that Sunday evening. Like I don't remember anything. Um, and, um, come to find out, um, about an hour or two later, I was calling my girlfriend at the time, um, who was that straight narrow girlfriend. Um, and so I was talking to her, um, on the phone apparently, which again, I don't remember any of this, but she said I was talking on the phone. I was slurring really bad. I was puking at one point when I called her, um, her mom, by the way, is a nurse. Um, she called my mom, tried getting my mom to take me to the hospital. Um, basically, uh, my mom wouldn't take me to the hospital. Um, instead I pretty much was told that I had slept for two days, um, on the couch, like not waking up, just literally sleeping, um, for two days. Um, and then the, the answer that I got again, you know, not to put my mom on blast, but we're already here. Right. Um, so, um, I got told by my ex-girlfriend now, but my girlfriend at the time, her mom claims that she told my mom on the phone, um, numerous times to take me to the hospital that I could die. Um, and my mom's response, I believe again, this is, you know, um, hearsay and I've never confronted my mom about it, but, um, apparently my mom had said no, because they'll take my child support away. So I'm not really sure if that's exactly true or not, but I don't know why I, uh, you know, the, the mom would have any reason to lie about that. But, um, yeah. So that, that's, that's Jeez. one crazy story. Um, so I don't remember that at all, which is crazy, but, uh, um, yeah. And then another one, hmm, let's see here. I've got so many different ones. Um, probably I would say the time that, uh, that I got arrested, um, that was pretty terrifying. Um, so I went to Walmart. It was me and a bunch of other, of my, other of my friends at the time. And my friends, by the way, we live with my cousin, um, my aunt and uncle, um, and my cousin, I believe he was in like 11th grade and I was in eighth grade at the time. Um, so, you know, all of his friends are, you know, quite a bit older than me. And, you know, of course, when you're in that group, you know, and you're the youngest one, you know what I mean? You're, you know, you're the person mm-hmm. that they, they want to dare you to do things or to do things all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was hanging out with these guys. We decided to bike, um, up to Walmart. Um, and then when we were biking up to Walmart and everything, 
um, you know, we're joking around, dicking around in the store and stuff, you know, just causing chaos and stuff. And then, um, long story short, we decided to steal something. That was what we were going to do is we're going to steal something. Um, and the kid, me being me, you know, I'm eight years old or, um, uh, eighth grade. Um, one of the kids, they ended up, um, that was older than me and 11th grade decided to, I don't even know what it was like a football or something, um, took like a football or something. Right. And then he, you know, we walked him out to the store. Right. And he made it out the store, like just having the football in his hand. Right. Like and and well, that was what started it. Um, and then, you know, me being me in eighth grade, I wanted to one up that. Do you know what I mean? So I decided, oh, pff, a football and I can get away with a lot better than that. So I went back to like the sporting goods section and they had back in the day, they don't anymore. But back in the day, they had um, a paintball gun, like a spider paintball gun that was in those the plastic, you know, like. Um, you know, like triangle shaped, you know, you know, packages, you know, so it was like the, the gum bulged out the side, you know, and then you had like the tank and the mask and everything and the plastic thing. So I right. decided to take that. Um, and shove it under my shirt, which obviously didn't work. Right. Like, I mean, it's like bulging straight out of my shirt, right? Like way too big. Um, and I'm not very, I'm not very tall by the way. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like five, seven, five, eight. Um, and so, you know, so I'm literally, and I, and I literally walked out of the store and I got out of the store with it. Right. And we're all freaking having a blast, you know, all going nuts, going crazy. Um, so, so no shit, we get on bikes, right. And we're riding, we're riding bikes and I'm carrying this fucking, you know, paintball gun. Right. Um, we crossed this median, which is like a, you know, you know, uh, a highway going two lanes, going this way, two lanes, going that way. I go across the median, we get to the median and my friends, a, a police car basically pulls up. Um, and it was a female, right? She's still in the car. She's got the window rolled down. She sees like five of us kids on bikes. Um, and you know, oncoming traffic going this direction and we, we have to cross basically. And where we cross, um, there is like fence posts, you know what I mean? To where a car can't pull in there, you know what I mean? And like a curb, um, but people can walk, you know, you can walk through to get into the neighborhood that my, my aunt and uncle lived in. Um, long story short, um, as soon as she pulled up, all of the kids bailed. They all literally just like left, like some of them left their bikes there in the middle of the media and they ran across, you know, the highway went all the way across, you know, into the neighborhood, jumping in the back of fences and stuff. Right. So I look over at, I'm carrying this paintball gun. I look over at, at the, you know, the cop sitting in there in the car. She's got her seatbelt still on the windows down. Right. I'm like, I can fucking outrun her. Right. So, so I dropped the paintball gun. Okay. Dart across the median, you know, you know, at this point, thankfully there was like hardly no cars. When I say, when I say highway, I don't mean like, you know, like super fucking busy, but it was just a highway that had, you know, a median. So we cross. I, and like an idiot, I'm an eighth grader. I run straight down the fucking street like dead middle of the road, straight down the street, knowing that she can't come pull me high me on this side, not remembering that there's an entrance to the neighborhood, like half a block up the street. So I'm running straight down the street. The, the cop of, you know, goes up to the stoplight, takes the left, you know, comes on instantly cuts me off, you know, on the road. And before I know it, this, this chick at the time, um, you know, had me laying on the ground in handcuffs, you know I mean, and basically stuffed me in the back of the, you know, the cop car. That's um, funny. and I am just, and I am just panicking dude. And at this point, like I'm, I'm acting all hard, right. You know, I'm acting like, you know, I'm a badass. you know what I mean? Like, you know, like, you know, don't care in the world. Right. All of a sudden, the moment I got in the car and I realized that the front side of my knee was touching her, the back of her seat and then the back side of my leg was touching my seat, um, I started bawling. I just turned into a really so real soft baby. And she was just like, she's like, it's okay. You know, how old are you? And I was telling her, I'm like, I'm in eighth grade, you know? And she's like, she's like, she's like, okay, you know, I'm going to take you home. You know I mean? You know, you know, what's your address? And I'm literally like sitting there and I'm sitting there back at one Oh five show up and draw. I mean, just freaking bawling dude. And then, and then I got to the house. 
uh, my uncle answered the door, which was in the military, you know, and and he, you know, instantly was like, nope, you're getting the ass whooping. You know what I mean, you know, so, you know, I got inside, you mean, you know, got my ass whooped, went up back up to my room. And when I got to my room, which I shared with my cousin who was in 11th grade, all five of them sat there <laughs> waiting for me in the room. Oh yep. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. That would probably be the two most experiences I would say probably in my opinion. Other than that, I mean, I haven't had anything too crazy, but yeah. Uh, no, says keep you keep the gun. The gun. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, from my understanding, I don't even know. I don't even know what happened to it, to be honest with you. I don't know if she picked it up or I don't know if she took off, you know what I mean? And left it sitting there. Um, I don't even know what happened to their bikes, to be honest with you. I never asked the question, but. Yeah, and we and we talked about you know I know you kind of said some stuff about your mom or whatever some negative stuff and mm -hmm. I kind of asked what your and and one of my questions after that to follow up was going to be what was one of the worst things that you ever did as a kid uh, would would right. you say that answered that already or um, as far as um, the the gun thing yeah like I'm saying was that theft one of the worst things you ever did as a kid or or do you got something oh. worse you did. Um, you know, I mean, I think, I think that'd probably be pretty close to the worst thing I've ever done. I mean, I mean, I have, I have a laundry list of, um, of theft in general. Um, I stole, I mean, I used to steal a lot of stuff, but as far as actually getting caught, um, you know, that was one of them. I think another one that was probably really bad. I mean, if we're breaking it out, we might as well break out the dirty details. Mm -hmm. Um, um, I was really, I was a, I was not a good kid in high school. Um, I was a troublemaker and I was a troublemaker who was failing and didn't like to do any of their work. You know what I mean? And so I constantly looked for other kids to, you know, nag on or pick on, I mean, you know, or, or, you know, to basically highlight myself, you know, in front of the class. Um, so there was one time. I come walking into the classroom and of course I'm like always at the bell, right? Like I'm not going to be early. So like I was like right at the bell. I um, mean, I come walking in and I had an old, um, uh, biology professor and this was probably one of the, one of the craziest times, but I walked right up to him and I did that trick, you know, where like, you know, you, you ask him what's on his shirt and he looks down, you know what I mean? And you like rub your, fi your finger across yep. his nose, whatever. Well, instead I did it pretty aggressively. So like I walked up to him, you know what I mean? And I like, I, I like hit his chest and this is front of the entire class. You know, I punched his chest like with my, with my finger. And then I was like, I was like, what's that right there on your shirt doc. And he looks down and I went, wham, you know, like really hard across his face. Um, and within a matter of seconds, he had grabbed me by the chest, you know what I mean? And slammed me up against the wall. Um, and then, you know, there was a couple extra swings that I, that I got in and I pushed him, shoved him. And this is an old man. You know, I shoved him off of me, you know I mean? There was like stuff like that, that I did. Um, another time I can recall was that was pretty shitty of me, um, which, by the way, if this guy ever found this podcast, um, I do apologize. <laughs> but um, he was a geeky kid, um, super geeky guy. And um, anyways, um, uh, I would in front of the class, you know, I was wearing sweatpants because, you know, again, you know, I was I was a scrub, you know, so I just used to wear whatever the hell, you know, I wanted to. But I was wearing sweatpants and I purposely would pull I pulled them down to where my ass cheeks were hanging out the back. Right. And I would cover, you know, I'd cover the rest with my shirt on. By the way, this just makes people like who's watching me like I'm glad I don't I'm glad I haven't advertised this to my channel yet. <laughs> but So like, you know, so like so like I, I what I did was I purposely went in front of his desk. You know what I mean? And I like knocked something off of his desk like in front. So then he leaned forward and then I I like pulled up my shirt and then his nose went right into my ass cheeks and the whole entire class laughed at him and everything like just shit like that. I was just, a, I was just an asshole man as, as a, as a high school kid for sure. Um, I was always looking for that. I mean, and like I said, and obviously stealing, I stole a, a, a bunch of, a bunch in my childhood. Um, a lot of it, I mean, a lot of it, 
um, could be chalked up as, as I didn't have. Um, so I stole, you know what I mean? So, I mean, a lot of it was, you know, I would go to Walmart and I did the layering of clothes. You know I mean, you know, I would put on, you know, several pieces of clothes underneath my main clothes in the changing room. Um, you know, I did that for a while. I would stay the night at people's houses. I'd go to like parties and stuff, you know, and stay the night at people's houses. And then I would like load my book bag up with like their shit, you know, and just make sure I don't like wear it like around them just because, you know, I didn't have this stuff. Um, and that includes like Game Boy games. I was very big on that when I was a kid. Um, that's how I played a lot of Game Boy games. <laughs> Um, I had like almost every Pokemon edition growing up and that was only because I stole them from somebody else and never paid for a for thing of Pokemon. <laughs> Not saying that I approve of any of this. Obviously, I'm a completely changed person, a different person now. But um, but yeah, I mean, I yeah, my childhood was pretty, pretty uh, okay. eventful. Let's just put it that way. Alex asks, I, I think it's a good question. He says, not living in the USA, how do cops treat young children stealing? Is there a kid's court or something? It was there, um, I mean, besides getting taken home and dropped off to your family, was there any repercussions? Nope. Uh, nope. No repercussions whatsoever. Um, just because they couldn't prove that I had done anything. Um, the, the cop was not, from my understanding, the cop was not called by Walmart or any sense, you know, of stealing a paintball gun. Um, so I don't know if, if Walmart ever found out about stealing the paintball gun, to be to be honest with you. And I know for a fact we never, I mean, we never even... I. And if we did, I can't remember it. We never even talked about anything. You know what I mean? Like after yeah. that night, as far as um, that goes. But no, I mean, technically, um, from my understanding, um, I mean, I do know that there's like a children's, you know, like detention center. And I do know that there's a lot of stuff like that because there was a lot of times where I got threatened um, to be sent there um, from not only from my mom, but from like uh, different programs at school and stuff that I that I kept on, you know, getting sent to like detention and like, you know, in school detention and out of school detention. So they would send me to what the hell is that place called um, here in Sioux City, like C-Stop or something. Isn't that what it's called? Um I don't know. But anyways, there's a lot of different ones like that for Alex, because if you don't know, Alex is from Canada. So that's where that's where he lives. Um, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, you've you've kind of been in trouble a little bit, too. I mean, growing up, I mean, I mean, have you been into anything like that? I've never I've never been into any of those those facilities. I do know that they exist. Um, and I know that there's like, you know, juvenile detention centers, which are people, I believe, under 18. Right. Am I wrong? Uh Correct. There's juvenile court system. So yeah, there is a kid's court system. I don't have any experience with it or know anything about it. Uh, most of okay. my trouble with the law came once I was a, uh, you know, mainly why well, we talked about it last week. Mine was mainly with driving and stuff. Uh, so like 16 to like 19, 20 years old, you know, was, was kind of gotcha. my issues with law and it was related to driving and, uh, with driving offenses, there's not a separate kid's court. It's just, you go to the same traffic court as anybody else and driving, driving and driving just had a side note i know this is about a podcast about me but i'm just curious when you say driving you said that on the last podcast too about you um was it just like street racing and shit was that like something you were into or was it more of like just no remember i got yeah 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 it's it's fine you just uh you just didn't listen to what i said last week and already forgot our whole interview <laughs> uh no i i got an underage dui if you don't remember codations uh, yeah yeah but I'm and then about, i like, so then i was driving around without a license and i kept getting arrested and stuff for that you know not having a license and stuff because i was right okay which i knew but that, that was, was the extent. i just didn't now, know if you were like into cars and like racing and shit nope. that was part of it too okay i mean yeah I, I street raced and stuff some you know but i had a you know standard but but no no i didn't get in trouble for any of that my my trouble was gotcha. mainly uh with keeping a license and uh and then then still driving without one <clears throat> and i uh i also had stints of and again not to the spot but i also had stints of steel and stuff but i never got in i never got caught I never got in trouble with any of it so i have no experience gotcha. with the court systems 
Uh, so, okay. So we're talking a lot of negative and I kind of, so to kind of, you know, still a little bit childhood, but kind of going into uh, relationships. I want to kind of get in about your yep. wife and stuff. Uh, but, yep. but before we get into the wife part, kind of still at the childhood part, uh, can you tell us the story of your first kiss? Do you remember that? No. Nope. No recollection at all. No, nope, no. Nope. Oh, I'm man. pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there's a story. I'm pretty sure there's a story um, that's been going around for. What's the first kiss you uh, do remember then? Oh, geez. Um, probably if you say your wife, I'm going to know it's because she's just probably. sitting right there to your left. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now, my wife knows everything about me. Every single tiny thing. Um I don't know. I'm going to say like a middle school kiss. Maybe. I mean, I mean, I mean, I remember like maybe like my middle school girlfriend. I mean, I remember her name was Carol. Um, and she was like, like, uh, Indian and Mexican mix. I think, um, was like, was what was like, gives you a description of her. Um, but yeah, I mean, we we're just all friends and stuff. I want to say that's like my, that would be the first one that I remember, but I mean, I'm pretty sure, like I said, there's stories going around, um, that I've heard since I was a kid. And that was, I was kissing kids in preschool, kissing, kissing girls in preschool. So I, well, all right. I mean, yeah, actual kiss was, yeah, I guess I meant more the memorable. Cause I I'm assuming, you know, everybody has probably kissed. I mean, you know, it's kids and stuff. You kind of, of just experiment. I, I feel like in kissing other kids at times. Uh, but but I just meant the more that memorable one or whatever you know that that one right but so so then okay so maybe we can go into it this then so do you do you remember the first time you fell in love did you ever fall in love before your current wife yeah that was my ex-girlfriend yep so so uh do you remember like when it started to to she's feel serious she's working she's working on her on her discussion and she looks over at me and i'm like yeah we're gonna talk about it um so uh yeah yeah yeah. so i do you know, so, dude i can't help it you know me i'm like a d i go in like i don't know why i just oh, i'm no, more interested in that, that. Okay, no, okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm open. I'm open to whatever. I mean, I'm, like I said, I, I said like the last time, man, I'm an open book, my dude. There's nothing, anything you can ask me that I would not be afraid to answer or I'd be afraid to answer. Um, all right. So yeah. So diving into, um, the, the Morgan era is what I like to call it. Um, yeah. and you don't have to explain you your, for the podcast, wait, hold on. And let me, and let me interject for just one second. I, I mean, maybe people in the chat are interested, but, uh, you know, just to, but like we don't need the whole story of your relationship with that girl. I'm more interested yeah. in like, you know, do you remember like what was it like falling in love for the first time? What do you remember about that feeling? Or you know, yep. I'm more interested in that side of it personally. So, but I but you yeah, can yeah, go so, into it however you want to answer it. But just so I would just say, so you know. So I would- yeah. So to answer your question directly, I mean, it's a little bit easier, but like, um, to answer and more focused, um, to answer your question directly, I would say, um, it was very interesting because what ended up happening was, is, is, um, my self-absorbed, um, thoughts and my, uh, survival, I guess I would try to say like my survival thoughts and instincts was, was more focused on somebody else. Um, and that somebody else being her at the time. And so that's kind of what drived me to, um, you know, like falling in love, I guess is what I would say. You mean, you know what I mean? It was one of those things where, you know, I spent a, a good amount of time with her and hanging out with her, like with through friends and stuff, you mean, you know, and then it just became more of a, you know, I wonder what they're doing or what they like, I mean, you know, you know, and that kind of stuff. And that's kind of how I just, you know, started to really dive, dive into the whole love aspect of things. Um, and then I don't know, I mean, like, I think it had to do with, um, like I said, the straight and narrow, you know what I mean? You know, like, you know, her, you know, just literally, 
the house with the white picket fence. Do you mean, you know, like everything, you know what I mean? Like just played out, you know what I mean? According, you know, both of her parents, you know, worked, you know, both of her parents had jobs, you know what I mean? You know I mean? You know, you know, the, the stability, I guess, you know what I mean? I think it was also another attraction. I mean, you know, is that, you know, um, I found that person at the time, you know what I mean? That, um, had that stability that I never had in my life. Do you mean, and I think that aided in, you know, the whole, um, uh, relationship experience. Um, and then, I mean, not only that too, you know, I mean, I was in high school, I was in ninth grade in high school. Um, and I, and I, and I was, that was kind of like the, really the first time, you know what I mean? That I ever really felt that way towards somebody. I mean, you know, in the serious time that I felt with somebody, I mean, I had girlfriends all through like middle school and stuff, but I mean, it was like, you know, we're going to go to the movies a few times, you know, we're going to go to the skating rink, you know I mean, which, which used to be a thing, by the way, <laughs> you know, what oh, I, mean? I remember, and, you know, I mean, you know, you know, I mean, you know, you know, you know, things like that, you know, um, but it never really got to the point where it was serious, you know, it would last a few months, do you know what I mean? And it would be, you know, you know, over with, um, versus like ninth grade was more of like, you know, I can talk about my life. Life. You know, I could talk about my experiences, you know, I mean, I can, I could really, you know, tell people and, you know, or develop, you know, I mean, the relationship with that person. Um, and so that's pretty much how, that's pretty much how it manifests. Um, and then the one thing I will say before we leave off of this topic, if, mm -hmm. if you want, or maybe if you are, maybe that's, an, do you have another question when it comes to this same, same relationship experience? Um, and, or, or, no, the only thing I would add is just the second part to that question, which was, uh, do you remember that moment? Like where you thought to yourself, like, Oh my God, I like, this is love. I love this girl. Do you, do you have that memory at all or no? Like, do you remember like, were you doing something? Did, did, did anything happen? Were you like looking at her and you had that? Or no. I, I will say not to, I was going to say, I don't necessarily either, but I was just curious if you did. No, 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 no. So, so no, I don't think, I don't think that that, that happened with, um, with Morgan, my first girlfriend, um, in high school, um, that definitely happened with my wife. So, well, I mean, we're going to go into your wife here in one second. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I know. Yeah, I know. I figured, no, I figured, um, but so before, before we leave this situation, mm -hmm. um, do you want to know what happened to that relationship? Is that part of the question or do you not want to? Uh Dude, you these are this is your thing, so you can answer whatever you want. That that wasn't one of my questions, but feel free, man. Oh, okay. Well, I just didn't know. Um, so basically, long story short, um, you know, to add a happy ending to this, um, uh, so I I had a, I met a friend. Um, he was from the military. He was in the Marine Corps. Um, I met a friend um through Morgan's sister at the time. Um, and, uh, which was older by the way. And I met him through her, they, um, his sister or her sister and him were kind of dating at the time, a little bit trying to date, um, getting to know each other for the most part. Um, but I got to be really good friends with him. His name was John. Um, and then, um, by the way, these aren't fake names, just anybody listening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, but so, um, so John at the time we became really good friends. Um, and then, uh, we were hanging out. I don't even know. Um, and all of a sudden, um, one night I'm laying in bed, me and Morgan lived together. We were in our freshman year in college. We were living together. Um, and, uh, she told me one night, um, that she just didn't feel the same way. And it was at like, I don't know, 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night or something. We're laying in bed. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, it, you know, it threw me for a loop because it was completely unexpected, right? Like I didn't expect it. Um, so I then spent a, an entire six months to a year, pretty much, um, trying to rekindle that flame. Right. Um, mm -hmm. I eventually ended up staying and living on the, or sleeping on the couch or sleeping in the bedroom. I would, you know, do give her flowers. I mean, I was literally trying to rekindle the flame as much as possible, trying to figure out what was going on or why, um, it was lost for her. Um, and then I pretty much got to the point where I would ask her, you know, all the time, you know, is there anybody else, you know, what, you know, how does she feel? Yada, yada, yada. Come to find out I'm at home one day. John shows up out of the blue. No, no, no invitation 
which was, wasn't like him, but he shows up um, out of the blue. Um, and then he basically asks me or, or tells me that he's got to tell me something. He pulls up on his phone um, messages back and forth between him and Morgan um, on Facebook and then basically um, explains to me that, uh, yeah, I mean, she's been seeing him and, you know, all this stuff, you know what I mean? And yeah. here I am, you know, talking to a ex-Marine um, that – that I, I that's not going to it's just I told him to get the fuck out of my house. But that was the extent of it, because I, I probably yeah. couldn't have kicked his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fair but, enough. Uh, but long story short, that was the end of that relationship. Um, and then there's actually a really cool side of that story um, that worked out in my benefit. Um, and that was going to be she told her parents that we just agreed to mutually separate that it, that she didn't. There was nothing like that foul play. Um, and then her dad was messaging me because we were really, really close. I had already asked her dad, um, for permission to marry her, to be honest with you. Um, and then, so things were really, really serious. Um, and then, uh, at that point, um, I explained to her dad what the actual truth was about the situation. Um, she came to collect her things or to split everything in the apartment, um, together. Um, and then her dad shut her down, um, and pretty much told her, no, I keep everything. Um, she fucked up and she is to so basically start over on her own. Um, oh, so damn. she went to go live back at home and I got to keep everything. Um, and then, yeah. So, yeah. Anyways, next question. Let's go. I saw Alex post. Hokage says you have a story. Do you have a story like Derek with some older chick coming on to you? No, no, <laughs> I have. Uh, I don't have any story like that with any older chicks. Um, I always I always used to have a thing for older chicks. You know, don't, don't be why. too jealous. Just don't be yeah, too jealous. I know, I know. Right. I know. Um, no, I mean, no. Realistically, though, I've always had a thing for older chicks. I don't know why, but uh, cougars, for whatever reason, used to be like the thing for me um, all growing up. And so, no, I but but it's, ever have an experience with one. No, nope, never have. I've got okay. friends who've had experiences like Derek, but yeah. Alex says, uh, since when do you and your wife live together? But we're about to go into your wife right now, and I think you're going to tell us all okay. that. So so let me frame it kind of going into it because uh, before I want to know about when you're, you and your wife live together, I want to know how did you meet your wife, your, your current wife? <laughs> yep, so that's a cool story too. So basically – um, so I – so me and my ex-girlfriend separated. We were separated for almost a year, about a year. Um, I dated a couple people in between here and there, you know, one night stands, you know, yada, 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 the boring shit. Um, basically, um, did, did some drugs and then, uh, you know, uh, drank and drank and shit a lot, um, in between that time period. But basically, um, I called my dad up, you know, who I used to come up, like I said earlier in the podcast, you know, I used to come up once a, once a year, you know, through the summer with him. So I called him up. It's like right before summer hit. And I basically said, look, I'm working two part-time jobs. I'm going to college. Didn't mean, you know, and I basically said, um, I just want to come up. I want to get away for a little bit. I want to stay the entire summer. Right. Um, you know, my, my stepsister was in college. My middle sister was, I believe high school. Yeah, she was high school, um, high school. And then my younger sister obviously was in middle school or whatever. Um, but what I ended up doing was, is, um, as I ended up, uh, deciding to come up for the summer. So I had to quit my two part-time jobs, right? Because there's no way they were going to give me, you know, you know, vacation for like four months or three months out of, you know, out of the year. Um, so I quit my part-time jobs, um, waited a month, summer hit, ended up, you know, moving or not moving, um, coming and visiting my dad up here. Um, so I stayed here. Well, when I got here or prior to, prior to coming up here, I was talking back and forth to my stepsister who was in college. Right. And she knew all about the situation with me and my ex-girlfriend, um, and her roommate at the time lo and behold was my wife. And, um, so what ended up happening was, is, is through like, um, 
uh, I don't know what it was, Skype. I think it was Skype was the big thing then. I don't think Zoom was around. Um, but through Skype, um, you know, we were Skyping back and forth between me and my stepsister a lot um, when she, she was at college. And I was talking to Allie through the Skype calls. Well, then it got to the point where I slid into Allie's DMs, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'm really spicing this up, making it juicy. Um, so I slid into Allie's DMs, you know, through like, you know, you know, Skype and stuff, just talking, adding her on Facebook, you know, then I started talking to her on Facebook. And then, you know, one thing led to another where we were doing private Skype calls, just me and her talking, you know, all the time. And no shit, dude, there was times where we were on a Skype call. Um, I mean, I, and by the way, we're both in, we're both in Iowa, you know, at this point, she's at college, you know, at, you know, at the college dorms, you know, living there for the summer or at home. And I'm living at my parents' house, um, which were like two hours apart. But, um, basically that's how I met her. We were doing Skype calls back and forth, um, pretty much all summer long. And then we, we finally hooked up, you know, throughout the summer, um, met, met, you know, in person, that kind of shit, you know, talk and hung out a whole bunch um, before college started up. And then that's, um, basically what led me to want to move to Iowa. So at the end of that, uh, summer, I decided I was talking to my dad, you know, things were hitting off really, really well with me and Allie, you know, we weren't dating at the time or anything, but I basically decided, you know, if I want to try to see what's there. You know what I mean? And not only that, I was just done where I was, you know, I wanted to officially pack up all of my stuff, you know, and just be done in the city that I lived in. Um, I had all the same friends as my ex-girlfriend. We did all the same stuff together. I mean, I went to the same church as her, you know, so I seen her all the time and everything just reminded me of that same situation. Um, so it just wasn't good. And like I said, so I just needed a, a redo basically. Um, so my dad sent me home, told me to, um, if that was what I wanted to do, to pack up all of my shit that I could fit in an S10 truck with the tonneau cover on, um, and then sell everything else. So in two weeks, I sold everything in my apartment. I believe at one point I had pictures still in frames on walls that people were just buying from me. They would show up and I was like, I just put my whole apartment for sale um, on on uh, uh, Facebook and then uh, Craigslist at the time. Um, and then people just showed up and people were just buying whatever. I was like, they were like, what about these picture frames? Five bucks. Okay, what about this silverware? Yep, $2. Like, you know, I mean, whatever. Um, and I sold everything um, that I didn't need or that I couldn't fit in my truck. And then my dad came down on a Friday night. No shit. He worked throughout the week. Came down on a Friday night. I picked him up at the airport in my S10 truck that had no AC in the middle of the fucking end of the summer. Um, I picked him up at the, at the airport. He got in the truck. He used to he used to drive truck years ago, so he was fine driving. He drove us overnight, um, eighteen and a half hours uh, to Iowa, and that's that was. And then I've been here since. And how long ago was that? Oh fuck, uh, two thousand and twelve. Thirteen. Okay. Two thousand thirteen. Sorry, the wife just corrected me. She knows better than I do. Okay, and uh, was so. You know, we could go into the dating life and all that. I mean, I don't mind if, if chat wants to know that they can. Uh, I, I'm more interested kind of, you know, particularly I'm not interested in, in all the, you know, de- the dirty details of you guys dating. <laughs> but I'm more interested in like, you know, was there a moment or when was the moment when you realized that you wanted to marry Allie? Yeah. Um. So I would say um, communication um, is, is what did it for us. So like um, when I met Allie, um, she came out of being in a relationship with a person that she had dated on and off, you know, throughout her entire high school, um, you know, and, and I, for the lack of better words, I think it was just a dead in relationship, really good person um, on both ends um, for them. Um, but, you know, she came out of, out of being in that relationship, um, you know, multiple times. And then um, she had a little bit of fun in college, you know, her freshman year, just with randoms and that kind of thing. Um, and then um, basically I think when we, when we met, it was weird because at the time we were, you know, fresh or um, not freshmen, sophomores. We were sophomore in college, um, and we basically 
it's weird because a lot of sophomores you would think, you know, don't really have or make up their mind at that point. But um, when we met, I pretty much, I mean, we pretty much just spilled everything. I mean, we, we would spend, I mean, so many hours, you know, like, you know, um, there were so many times we parked my truck um, in the bed with just staring at the stars. It's going to sound totally fa- fairy tale shit, but like, you know, like, you know, at our parents' farm, you know, I mean, you know, sitting in the back of the truck, you know, just looking outside at the stars, you know, all fucking night long. I mean, you know, for like four hours, you know I mean, just talking about anything about life. Um, you know, then, I mean, there was times where we would spend so much time in my dorm room, just literally, we did nothing. We would like lay on the bed together, hang out, I mean, talk and BS for just hours. We would Skype for hours if we weren't together. I mean, we literally had so much communication that I think we both just really knew what we wanted. Does that make sense? Which sounds crazy, but like, you know, we just really knew what we wanted, um, to the point to where, um, we just, I mean, that's we what we wanted. We expected it. And then, you know, we, we settled up with that. Does that make sense? Like, it's kind of hard to explain, but like, but you know, we both knew each other inside and out. And then we basically just knew that that was that person for us. You know, we were like, look, you know I mean? Like we, you know, we, this is what, this is what we're doing. We were friends for the longest time. We decided to do the dating game for a while. You know, the, the spark of dating was always, always obviously there. Um, but I mean, yeah, I think real realistic, it was just, um, you know, really the communication, it came down to the communication. And then it came down to, um, I would say, uh, we were in our apartment, we lived in an apartment together. Yes, we if anybody's listening, who doesn't know, or or wants to know, we were living together prior to ever getting married or anything like that. Um, I'm a firm believer on that. But um, anyways, we were living together. Um, at the time, um, I, I loved her parents, her parents, you know, um, really liked me. Um, and then I pretty, I don't know. I mean, we were working the same part-time job together at a place, um, as we were both going through college. Um, and I just, I knew, I don't know. I just kind of knew it's kind of weird. Um, but my grandpa already t- always told me when I was a kid that, you know, you would know when it's the right one. I mean, you, you, you just know, and that you can't really explain it. Um, but that's pretty much how it happened. I mean, I just knew. I just was like, you know, I'm like, you know, I've been, I mean, I've been with this girl for, you know, so many, a couple of years now, you know what I mean? Like, I love everything about her. I can't stop thinking about her. I mean, you know, there's nothing that I do outside of, you know, us that I don't think about the other person, you know what I mean? And I think that was just pretty much what dropped, what drove me to be like, nope, now's the time, you know, it was like, nope, I think that, you know, I just going to go ahead and buy a ring, you know, and propose to her um, and do it that way. And by the way, when I proposed to her, if you are curious, um, I went back home. So she's never seen the ocean. She's been in Iowa her entire life. Um, we got on a plane, took a vacation to Virginia Beach, Virginia. Um, and then so I hit her all at one time with the big shebang. So we showed up. Um, she saw the ocean for the very first time. I had my family members already there set up with s- signs, you know, that were laying in the sand. They held up um, huge for everybody on the beach to see to see it. Um, and then I pretty much got down on one knee and, and proposed to her. So I just hit her all in one big shebang. So the 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 she was so taken in by the ocean and I proposed at the same time. So. Perfect. So you, you tricked her by by already getting her emotions high. That way you knew. <laughs> Uh, that was my One next hundo. question One was, uh, how did you propose? But you just answered that. So we'll jump to Alex's question because this will kind of yep, lead into ahead. your more family life. Uh, and then I have like one or one or two more questions uh, for that. But real quick, before we jump into Alex's question, Aiden asked one question that I'll just let you answer okay. real quick because I think it's pretty quick. He just says, when are you going to live stream again, Codations? Um, Aiden, I am trying to develop a, a – um, 
uh, schedule for live streaming at least once a week. That's kind of what I'm, what my goal is currently right now. Um, it won't, it, it potentially won't always be only Skylanders content. Um, but that's pretty much what I'm, what I'm trying to work towards. So just bear with me. Um, I'm, I'll eventually come out. If you're in the discord Aiden, then, uh, um, stay tuned. I'll be posting some stuff as soon as I figure something out, or at least, um, when I go live, it'll always be posted there. So. All right. And Alex says, was having a child part of the early plan? And how many children do you have? Or does this plan have? So I guess so, it could also be how many do you plan on having going forward? So 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 me and the wife, um, I think this is common with a lot of people, but um so me so me and the wife, we decided that we at least wanted one year together married. Um, you know, prior to having a child. Um, so we did get that wish. Um and we had always talked about that we wanted two or at least one of each. Okay. At least. So we wanted one boy and one girl. Right. Um, so our, our plan or the plan now, um, is well, you can have a um, plan. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, you can't, but, um, but you know, so our plan, our verbal plan, right. You know, the one that is, you know, wrote down in pencil that's half erased, um, is, um, we, we have had a son. So our plan is, is we're going to have another child. Um, and our plan right now, she just started grad school to do her masters. Um, so our plan is we're trying to get her through that. And then once she finishes that, um, then we can, we'll potentially talk about, you know, trying again, do a, do a, uh, have a second child potentially. Um, and with that being the case, um, if this is our plan again, um, if it's a female or a girl, um, then we'll probably be done at that point. We'll just stick with, with, with two children. Um, if, um, if it's not, if it's a boy, then we have uh, both agreed that we will continue one more time, you know, for a third child. And then, you know, what we get, we get, um, our first pregnancy, um, with our son Cohen, by the way, that's how you pronounce it. Cohen, um, K O H E N. Um, but, um, anyways, um, uh, with him, we didn't find out the sex whatsoever, her entire pregnancy. So, um, we were super pumped up, um, you know, and excited in the room when he was actually born, you know, the, our, 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 uh, doctor, you know, holds up the, you know, holds up the baby and is like, it's a, and then, you know, and then I, I'm the one who was like, it's a boy, you know? Um, so it was cool. And we're not going to find out about the other two either. I mean, we, we enjoyed every moment of, of, um, you know, of the, uh, not finding out part. So that was cool. Um, but that, I guess that hopefully that answers the question a little bit, but, yeah. um, yeah, that's the short term answer. And just a answer. yeah. Quick question to that is, is, and how old is your son currently? I don't think you said that. So he is, uh, is it the f- eight? <laughs> I don't feel as bad now. <laughs> well, he said, well, 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 so here's the thing. So I know he's, so I know he's eight months, but I was like looking at the date. I'm like one twenty four. I'm like, well, the 15th would have been his eight month mark, I believe. So yeah. So he's a little over eight months, but yeah. And then obviously she's sitting here too. So I can confirm with her. But, All right. <laughs> Princess but yeah. says, Oh shit. I'm sorry. Lab Mazov. I've been trying to hook up the Wi-Fi to my phone. I forgot my password, discord and Twitch. Welcome princess. We're just glad you're here, my dear. All right. So, uh, going then back. Okay. So I think that kind of answers. I won't, I won't dig too much into your kid's life just cause I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know how good it it's is. It's eight for a months worth. It's eight months kids. worth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're not diving in. What was your kids first? No. <laughs> uh, okay. So, but what I do have going back to your wife is, uh, two, yep, yep, two more right. kind of questions about the relationship and then we'll probably uh, move on from there a little bit into work okay. if, if you're down with that. Uh, so what is, what do you love most about your wife? What do I love most about her? Yep. Oh shit! She just put her uh, her uh, her elbow down on the desk, staring at me here. Um, what do I love most about her? 
do we want funny or are we being serious and where we want physical or do we want i'm being serious um but you can answer it's it's your way to answer it dude so any way you want to answer man you can do funny, so i'll answer it do. both ways so i've answered both ways physically her titties 100 i'm a tits guy everybody knows that in this stream um but um seriously all seriousness um i would say that um i i really like the fact um that she's uh, very strong willed um, and then can be stubborn at times, but she's very, very good about sticking to um, her morals or morale, whatever you want to say, but her morals. Um, and uh, she does a very, very good job about uh, trying to, um, what's the word? Um, not instill them, but she, but she tries to, um, solid. No, I don't fucking know what the word is. Um, she does a very good job at, um, you know, making her case, you know, when it comes to, you know, her being strong willed, I mean, you know, or, you know, her standing her ground on, you know, on that sort of aspect of things. But it's but it's not just like towards me. I just I'm trying to say, you know, like like across the board, like she's very, very, you know, she's very, very good um, about that. And I think that's really something that I really admire. I um, mean, then not only that, like her dedication overall. I think she is when she puts her mind to do something, she's very dedicated to doing it. Um, even if that does lead to her getting super frustrated, by the way, um, you know, trying to put something together, you know, sometimes just doesn't work. But um, for the most part, I, I I would say that's probably what one of the number one things that I admire by her about her is her dedication and her follow through. You know, she makes sure that she follow throughs, follows through on everything like that, that she puts her mind to. So, OK. And then joking one, like, yeah, like I said, Alex said in the chat, yeah, titties for sure. 100%. Big old, <laughs> tig old bitties, baby. Oh, yeah. And she's not an alien, by the way. Anybody that's from Derek's stream. Okay, I guess this lagged out for a minute. What did I miss? Uh, he was answering the question of uh, what he loved most about his wife. Alex says he's trying to be nice about his wife, but she's got a gun to his head. Laugh my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I guess it's vagina. Yeah. Vagina. <laughs> that is probably what he loves most. No. Uh, okay. Know. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I, I still feel like I'd go back to boobies. I, I mean, I'm being for real. <laughs> if I had to be honest with you, yeah. I mean, uh, whatever reason, you did. titty fucking is just the way to go. I mean, I don't know. Anyways, continue. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, moving on from that, then good answers, both of them. The, the funny one and the serious <laughs> one. Uh, you know, I mean, for me personally, not the titties, but you know, I'm an ass man, mm. but, but nonetheless, we'll move on and we'll let you have your titties. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, okay. So can you tell me your happiest moment with your wife? Was it the, well, I don't want to feed into you. I was going to say something, but, um, I think I would son, know what it would be. when my son was yeah, born. Okay. Uh, do you, can you maybe share that? Like what, what you two, ex I don't know. It might be hard. I, I don't, do you know what I'm like? Can you maybe share that moment in, in words? I know that's probably super difficult. Mm. So the question, I don't know let me know. ask it this way. Question, so do you remember after is, it was done and, and the nurses and everybody walk and you and your wife, she's obviously sitting there holding the baby. What yep. was, what did you guys say to each other? What was that next moment? Maybe she was too drugged, but mine wasn't. So I, that's why I'm asking. No, I can no, remember. No, what. no, she wasn't. No, she wasn't either. Um, I would probably say um, the seeing the glow of being a mom with the little one attached, because we breastfed, um, you know, with the little one attached for the first time, but also for whatever reason, me being able to um, 
somewhat piece together stuff for her because the panic, the anxiety, um, the, uh, um, everything pretty much just kicked in, you know, and was overwhelming. It was our first child. So, you know, we've never experienced anything like that before. Um, and quite frankly, I don't think anybody, um, anybody is probably fucking ready for that. I mean, you know what I mean? And the level of responsibility, I mean, you know, you're overwhelmed with everything. Um, she already has really, um, high anxiety, you know, like on a day to day basis, you know what I mean? Like in real, you know, in regular life. So, I mean, bringing something like that in, um, just made it, you know, tenfold. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, you know, and just trying to basically be there, um, in the moment. Um, I mean, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's absolutely insane. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would say like to, to try to sum it up. Um, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I want to say like from the crazy doubt and, um, height of the moment and all of that adrenaline and all that excitement, um, was fantastic when our son was born. Um, but the crazy part of childbirth that they don't tell you, um, especially for first moms or first parents in general is, um, when they leave the room. I mean, I mean, at least for us anyway, it was, you know, by the way, anybody who doesn't know, I never disclosed this to anybody on the stream, I'm assuming. Um, but, uh, we, so we actually had a miscarriage first. Um, so we carried, um, what week did we get to? I don't even remember, huh? Nine weeks. Um, and we were super pumped up, you know, about it. We had tried for a little bit and we didn't have any troubles trying just, you know, for anybody out there, FYI, we were fine. Um, but, uh, we ended up having a child carried for nine weeks, was super excited, just had told people at the eight week mark, um, went in for our appointment the child, there was no heartbeat there. So, um, we went through that already. Um, and then, so having this one, you know, we were super like cautious the entire pregnancy, you know, so a lot of the excitement was taken out of it, which is really sad. If you think about it, um, we weren't excited a lot um, about it. We were more cautious and more worried and more nervous and more stressed the entire time. Um, and so with that being the case, um, you know, once we got over that hump and we actually brought him into the world with, with, I mean, thank the Lord, you know, no issues, no nothing. Um, I think what really set in was, uh, the reality that now we are responsible for a life. You know what I mean? And, and not only that, you know what I mean? You know, me really, um, not fully understanding, but yet somehow able to piece together the words and the encouragement that I needed to, to give to my wife at that moment in that room by ourselves was, was insane. I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. It was crazy. Very cool. But anyway, so continue. Uh, Alex said we had three miscarried. I don't know uh, how to say that term. And he said yeah, it's that's, so that's heartbreaking. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, that that's is perfect. crazy. And, uh, man. Sorry yeah, to hear dude. that, Alex. That is uh, horrible. And sorry to you, Cardations, uh, as well. That's definitely. Uh, uh, yeah, no worries. And uh, so, and, and you might have just answered this, but I'm still going to ask it just yep, to ask it. But just like I did with the other one, I kind of did the flip flop. So, yep. what's the most difficult moment you and your wife have ever had together? We did the, the best, which was your son being born. Um, and again, maybe it's that miscarriage, but, but I still want to pose it to you. Uh, what is I the would most probably say, yeah, yeah, I would probably say, I would probably say the most difficult moment for us. Um, well, there's two of them. Um, one of them, would be that miscarriage 100%. That was, I mean, that was, that was insanely tough to get through, especially with somebody who already deals with anxiety and a little bit of depression. Um, I mean, it's very, very, very fucking tough. Um, but I would say the second portion of that, um, a very, another difficult thing for us, um, would be 
also that same aspect of anxiety and depression. Um, and me not really understanding that, do you know what I mean? You know, you know what I'm saying? And, and that has posed, um, in the beginning of our marriage, um, it has posed a lot of challenges, um, because I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't educated in, you know, in that realm, do you know what I mean? You know, and I really didn't understand it a whole lot, you know what I mean? Until I really dove into it and started working with her and started learning some things, you know what I mean? You know, and then, you know, going to like a, I mean, you know, you know, like a, like a therapy session, I mean, you know, something like that, you know what I mean? And really understanding it. I think that's what really, you know, helped us out. Do you know what I mean? But I think those two would probably be the biggest challenges that we've ever, you know what I mean? That we've ever went through. I mean, the miscarriage was really tough more so on me trying to, you know, pull us through, you know what I mean? You know, you know, on, on that realm. And then the other realm of just my mistake of not putting in, you know what I mean? The work and the effort to really understand it. And instead, you know, me being, you know, short fused, I mean, you know, you know, you know, cut it, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to explain, but like clashing, you know, in that term, you know, she's high on, ang- you know, anxiety. I mean, you know, you know, she's, you know, panicking, she's freaking out. And me on the other end, trying to just dismiss it, you know what I mean? Just as a, you know, uh, a recipe for disaster, you know what I mean? And so, yeah, it was, it was interesting, but those would be the two challenging parts. I would feel like. Okay. What do we got in the chat? I feel like people are posting shit in the chat. What do we got in here? Yeah, uh, no, no big questions. Uh, a lot of it was the meme okay. and about the uh, Hokage says, I can't even pronounce it then. Vagina, not vagina. Uh, he said I was memeing. Uh, Alex says, uh, well, you talk about the, and then he, uh, Aiden says, do you believe in Santa Claus? Alex says, no, it's fine. We have two healthy daughters now, so it's passed. Uh, and he says, let's go to a more funny question. What's the best prank you ever did to your wife? He just asked. Oh, God. Um, my question is, what is the best prank that I've ever done to you? And I can't fucking think of a single prank. Yeah, I know. I don't. I'm not a pranker. The truth. Yeah, the truth. The truth is, Alex, I'm not a pranker. My wife is the pranker. She. All right. So let's flip it. What's the best prank she's done to you? Oh, God. The best prank she's ever done to me. Or at least a memorable one. (laughs) Um. Well, there's so many. I mean, she's fucking constantly full of shit all the time. She comes up with new shit constantly. She can't keep a secret. Yeah, probably that one. I was thinking, yeah, probably. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. I'm kind of come up with some of them. I mean, we're we're discussing a few of them. Like what? Yeah, I mean, she's scared me before. I mean, I don't know. I mean, like, I mean, um, okay. I guess, I guess one of them probably would be like, I'm absolutely petrified of of um, dolls, like baby dolls. Like, I'm fucking freaked <laughs> out about baby dolls. Like, like hardcore. Like, like I'm talking about. Like, now, now I can see one. That's not a big deal. But like, for whatever reason, like dolls just freak the shit out of me. Um, and so she has this baby, like She's this going, baby doll. Right it's back. like called called mr tumbles or something or miss whatever the fuck is it tumbles baby tumbles yeah whatever the hell it's called anyways it's a long-term like you know baby uh baby doll or whatever but anyways um she would she would always hide this fucking thing around the house all the time like i would open up the closet and i'd see this thing randomly and i'd fucking jump and freak out and i'm like go get that fucking baby doll out of the closet i'm not going in there you know shit like that but i don't know i mean besides that besides like throwing water and stuff you know i mean like i'll be in the shower or something and she'd wait till i like turn the shower off and then she'd come in there with like ice cold water and fucking sling it on me um I don't know. She's always full of fucking pranks. The problem is though, is like she can't keep a secret or like a surprise prank, right? Like she, 
for too long i guess i should say like she tries to surprise me but like or like or like catch me off guard but she's very much a um like like uh i just want to see it happen and play out right now you know you know kind of person so she ends up telling on herself you know because i end up you know catching <laughs> catching her she ends up telling on herself though but, <laughs> all right obviously so, i missed that question i do apologize i had to step off for just one second yeah um, and, yeah but no the chat you. got your answer to the prank <laughs> Yep, 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 yep. Alex says if she's devil with you, if so, blink twice. <laughs> uh, okay, one last question then about uh, 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 relationships, and then we'll we'll move on to kind of uh, work if that's okay, like kind of work life stuff, uh, and and a yeah, little sure, bit about ahead. YouTube well, yeah. and all that. Uh, so just yep, you know, I always like to try to think of you know you know even with my own content, I always you know I do a lot of tutorials, so I'm always trying to think of of how to help other people. And I know we got some younger people in the chat. Like I can tell, Aiden's a pretty young guy. Uh, uh, mm -hmm. So one last question, then kind of moving away from relationships, uh, just with you know going through relationships, kind of as a as a you know not that you're an old guy yet or anything, but but you right. know everything you've learned about love, about relationships. If you kind of had to offer a little bit of advice or wisdom to kind of pass on uh what would you what would you say to someone like maybe aiden just to give an you know i'm just using him as an example to kind of get your mind thinking of like i'm talking to a younger yep. guy here's what i would share about relationships yep yep so um yeah so i mean i look at it a little bit differently i don't know if everybody looks at it this way but um my word of advice if i was going to give um advice on relationships um my personal advice from my experiences is going to be two things one um, if, if it, uh, has to be forced, um, if you are forcing to, to, for things to happen or, or you are, you know, working your ass off to make something happen, but yet it's not being done back in return. Um, then I personally 100% don't believe that it's meant to be. Um, and then the second one kind of not, it's not counterintuitive to that, but it, but it, it plays in the same line and that's going to be. I do not believe in love at first sight. Um, and I do not believe in, um, you know, this thing, just doing this thing. Um, I think that a relationship and true love and marriage and everything else is a full time job. Um, I think it requires both parties to be putting in, um, the same amount of effort, the same amount of work, same amount of time. Um, and as, as, as I, as my advice to a person listening, AKA, um, um, Aiden, in this case, I believe on my last stream, he said he was 14, just putting that out there. Um, and with that being the case, um, my advice, my best advice would be, um, just know that if you go into a relationship, I think it's only fair for both parties, um, to put in, as much effort as possible um and then expect that you know expect effort you know being put in on the other party and if it's not then try to realize it as soon as possible um that it's just it's just not meant to be in my opinion and and it's not going to just it's not going to just do it itself does that make sense yep sure sure yep yep okay so. uh aiden says how long is the stream going to be uh the streams go as long we don't really have time limits uh They've, they go anywhere from short end, two hours, long end. We've done like up to four hours. Uh, so feel free to check out whenever you want to. Uh, I don't mean like, but I'm just saying like, you know, we, you won't hurt our feelings if you got to go or something. Hokage says codations is drinking air. LOL. What do you? What yep. Do you 
you know what it is? It's a sponsor. It's a it's a sponsor thing. Uh, oh, because of his. Can't share the yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had to we had to block out the logos. I forgot you had a on mine because I'm looking at you and I just see <laughs> the actual green screen and the green can and the. Oh, uh, Aiden yeah. says, uh, since we're moving away, maybe time for a fun question. He says, "Do you like cheese balls and chips?" Oh hell yeah, I like both of them, dude. Cheese balls are really really good. Dude, you ever um, get like the nice. giant tub like this? I've literally killed like oh, one of those entire. Oh, you're talking about cheese balls that way. I'm talking about cheese balls, cheese balls, like like cheddar cheese inside of like breaded. You know what I mean? You know, like cheese balls fried. Um, you're talking about like you're talking about mozzarella sticks. Um, yeah, but you don't know what cheese balls are. I yeah, I guess I would like cheese curds. <laughs> Okay, sure. Cheese curds, fine. Fucking whatever you want to call them. Cheese curds, <laughs> cheese balls, fucking whatever. Mozzarella sticks are just a stick version of them, but basically I don't know what kind of cheese thing, balls he was talking about. I was thinking of like the cheese balls that you get in like the I like big both. Container. I like both. We'll Me just talk it up to both of them. I like you know, the big giant container. I don't buy the container because I will devour the entire container probably in one sitting because they're so good. I'm an addicting. And then the same thing goes for um uh, like the actual fried ones. I, me and the wife love cheese balls. We, I mean, that's like my choice, my side of choice, um, for fried foods. If we're getting something, you know, like a burger or something from a place, I'm always trying to substitute for cheese balls or cheese curds if they have it. So sounds like my wife, Alex says, what are you guys drinking? Go ahead. Codations. What you drinking um, in so that can that I they am can't currently see drinking, um, sparkling ice, which is basically flavored water um, with no sugar, nothing like that, but it's got caffeine in it. So I'm drinking the caffeine, um, a version of that. So it's sparkling ice. Um, and then with caffeine, I don't know if I can show that on. They can't see shit, it's dude. Gonna, nope. It's going it's to <laughs> blow it out. Yeah. I figured it was going to blow it out. Yep. See, uh, that, since you said censoring it for us, <laughs> since you said you guys, uh, I am also drinking uh sparkling water. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, strawberry cucumber. Uh, no sweeteners, hey, no sodium, half of it, half of it's invisible, half <laughs> it's green and red. So <laughs> the cucumber part, cool. you can't see, dude, you uh, but always, yeah, I, you I just drink hit, water. You always hit up the stream, dude, with some like crazy shit that I've never tried before. What was the one you had that one time? A bubbly, you had aha, uh-huh, you had, you always have like some crazy ones that I've never tried. Before. I drink like, any and all sparkling waters. So if it's sparkling water, I like it normally. And I, and I'm, okay. I'm the type of person I like, you know, keeping things. You know, one of the ways I found to like stay like drinking water is change it up. So different flavors and stuff. So, so yep. I grab any kind that, that sound appealing to me, any brands and, and just try them all yep. to, to kind of keep that. Yep. The wife and I found, yeah, the wife and I found these ones, like I said, sparkling ice is the brand. Um, it's, I mean, obviously, like I said, it's, it's, you know, with antioxidants and vitamins, no sugar, um, you know, no, no, nothing like that, but it basically has, um, caffeine in it. That's why we like these ones. And they're from our local store. I don't know if they're like a local brand or not, but, uh, they're, um, um, I don't know. I think they're like 98 cents or something for yeah. 16, 16 ounces. So yeah. it's like dirt cheap and they've got, they've got like seven flavors. So we, nice. you know, we pretty much just buy those. And I think the caffeine isn't high either. They're like, it's only like 90 milligrams of caffeine. So it's not, it's not very high as far as for like actual, you know, drink that you drink. But anyways. Right. Uh, Hokage says I'm like that with Oreos and somehow I don't ever gain weight. Must not be old enough yet. <laughs> Aiden says, "Do you know who <laughs> FGTEV is?" I don't, but I'm assuming you're I do not. Nope. Uh, and then uh, Hokage says, 
carbonated melon milk. I don't know what he means by that, but Aiden says, what's your favorite food in the world? I think you asked that, and I think you said pizza, right? Didn't you say pizza? Yeah, pizza. Okay. Yeah, pizza 100%. Yeah, pizza's, pizza's my favorite overall. doesn't matter what kind of pizza, what flavor of pizza, deep dish, thin crust, hand-tossed, doesn't matter. Um, I will, uh, I'll eat it, even homemade pizza. I mean, I, I just like pizza in general. It's probably my favorite thing. It's a healthy for you, but uh, it, it's good. Okay. Uh, moving in. And again, you guys feel free to keep asking questions. I'll, I'll read them as I see them. You know, I, I know sometimes it takes me a minute if he's answering one, uh, you know, to, to get to it, but I think I've been doing a good job at pulling, I think almost every question out. Um, yep. if I have missed, if I do miss one and it's been a real long time, feel free to ask it. Like if you see me read somebody else's that was asked after yours and I missed it, feel free to ask again, but I, I think I'm doing a pretty decent job. Uh, okay. So, uh, first, uh, what do you do, man? What is your current job? I know, I know you said you were trying to become a content creator, but, but what do you currently do? So currently, so, so currently right now for the past three, well, no, that was at this current job. Um, currently right now, um, since I got out of college here, um, I have been playing or playing Jeez Louise. I just read that video game comment. Okay. Um, I am a graphic designer. So that's what I majored in in college was graphic design. Um, so I currently for the past three and a half years, um, I'm about to start my, my, my fourth year, um, coming up in, in February, but, um, I have been working for a company that does industrial steel and fabrication work. Um, they basically build the machines, um, and conveyor belts and tumblers and just everything that is in a, um, uh, packing house or whatever you want to call it. So like the Tyson food plants, na um, national beef plants, um, JBS, you know, just a bunch of big big facilities like that, that process like cows and pigs and chickens and stuff. Um, they basically make like the company that I work for, um, is a one-stop shop for everything. So we will blueprint the items, make the items, fabricate the items, send teams to install the items in those, you know, those facilities, um, and, and all that. So what my job is, I don't have anything to do with designing any of that. Um, my job, um, is I make marketing materials, um, for that company to take into like CEOs and CFOs um, for these companies. So for instance, um, a project manager will come to me or a sales guy would come to me and say, hey, um, the Tyson Foods, um, is looking to buy 12 of our vat dumpers, for instance. I know I'm speaking gibberish to some people, but um, basically it's like a big column dumper that just dumps, raises product from the ground to the top that dumps it onto something else. Um, and they, you know, he'll say, I'm I'm selling these items. I've got a meeting coming up with the CEO or whatever. Um, what information do you have on the column dumper, for instance, or the vat dumper? Um, and then I then that would be where I, I would pull up like, okay, I made this brochure before. Um, is this something that you want? I made this flyer. Um, I've got, you know, these images. I've got this video footage, you know, that kind of sort of stuff. Um, and then, you know, they tell me what they want. You know, sometimes, sometimes it's, you know, it's me just creating that stuff all day long, you know, for different, different projects or different scenarios. Um, sometimes it's, um, me going out and taking pictures of new stuff. So like, um, if the shop for instance has built something new, um, last week I had a new, uh, what they call like a guard gate, which basically just goes around like a, an area to, to enclose it, um, and keep, you know, and, and block it off from people like in the plant. Um, so they wanted me to go out there and take, take pictures for that. So basically I go out there, I use my camera, I take pictures of everything, you know, all of it, um, bring them back inside, edit them, you know, put them in Lightroom, you know, all that shit, you know, so I do a lot of photo manipulation. Um, 
That's what I currently do. Um, I have then recently, I want to say within the last year, took on the role of IT as well. Um, so I do a lot of IT stuff. I mean, recently here, I've been doing a lot of like server management, Active Directory, um, you know, Office 365 setups, um, you know, new new computer setups. When we buy new computers, I've been tasked, you know, a lot of times to seek, you know, seek out the most local deal. My company likes to buy local to keep it local. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm kind of all over the place currently right now when it comes to that stuff. Um, but since I've got out of the college, um, I've been doing graphic design. So, I mean, I worked for a photographer for um, a little over a year. I was her photographer's assistant. So I learned a lot of like photography stuff um, with her. I made a lot of the wedding invitations, grad invites, um, you know, that sort of thing. Did a lot of like photo shoots and stuff with her as a second, as a second shooter. Um, a lot of boudoir sessions, by the way. I'm just letting you know, um, and <laughs> of local women, by the way. Um, and then, and then the, uh, then the second job I had was a local startup company. Um, it was a massive, massive, um, uh, shithole. Let me just put it that way. Um, but I thought it would be fun. Um, to transition into doing graphic design work um, for a local startup company. It was called Big Frig at the time. I still think they're really tiny. I don't think a lot of people know them outside of here, but it's basically a competitor to Yeti um, and Arctic. So um, what happened was is this guy, um, he decided, the owner of the company decided to, he wanted to buy Yeti cups for all of his employees, reached out to Yeti corporate, um, said, hey, I want to buy like, you know, 50 cups or 50 tumblers from you, whatever. I want to put our logo on them, that sort of thing. Um, Yeti basically told him to go to his local walmart and buy them you know what i mean you know and and uh, off the shelf and he said no i want to buy in bulk long story short um this isn't part of the story but long story short um he started a company just started buying them from china the same you know manufacturer that sells yeti cups he just basically you know found a uh, manufacturer over there bought them from their wholesale um he had enough popularity from like people interested in it um that he decided to make it an actual business so he he grew this business up um when i came along the business was like two years old or a year old um, and then they needed me because they had bought laser engravers, um, and they needed photo manipulation. So people, you know, businesses that were buying like 24 or 50 or, you know, 300 cups, you know, for their business to hand out to people, um, or to give for sales meetings or whatever, um, you know, they needed somebody there to manipulate that logo and stuff, you know, to where it could be, you know, then put in a high resolution format to laser on, on the cups. Um, so I did that for a little over a year or two. Um, and then I actually got fired from that job. That was the first job I ever got fired um yeah it was very interesting so but yeah i mean that's pretty much what i've done i pretty much have done nothing but uh graphic design my entire life outside of college so okay aiden asks what's your favorite video game oh favorite video game um Quite honestly, I don't even know how to answer that. I mean, if we're talking, I guess I'll answer it in a couple different parts. The first one would be if we're talking overall video game my entire life. Have a good um, night, Okage. Um, yeah, Hokage, thanks for tuning in, man. Um, have a good night, bud. Um, but uh, my favorite video game for my entire life, uh, oh, man, um, I would probably say would be Fable 1. Um, on the original Xbox, not the Xbox 360, the original Xbox, um, I played Fable One, um, and I was I was I was uh, really really happy with that game for whatever reason. I I played it I think like multiple times through, um, all the way through, and and quite frankly, that's a single player game, which is kind of crazy when you think about it because I don't play single player games much anymore. Um, but I would say that's probably my favorite overall. Um, but my favorite video game right now or the past couple of years 
for whatever reason. Um, even though I'm a mobile gaming content creator on YouTube, uh, my favorite game overall for the past, uh, I want to say two years or three years has probably been Ark Survival Evolved. Um, and the reason why I say that is because that's the game that I have for whatever reason, um, the most hour and time in. Um, and that's the that's the game that I have spent for whatever reason, no matter what I'm doing in life, um, I have always been more than willing to go back and play it with with friends never solo of course but like go back and play it with friends so like no matter what game i was playing no matter what i was doing if somebody was to contact me and ask me hey um do you want to play some arc on a new server start over from scratch i would instantly be down so i don't know why but um that would be probably probably the my favorite currently right now like overall alex says what's your favorite city in the usa to travel and dream living in oh man um out of the cities that I have been to, I would say my favorite. Hmm. I don't know. It's hard because I haven't been to a lot of like really, really big ones. What? A city in Canada. A city in Canada? <laughs> like Ontario <laughs> or Quebec? Um, no. Um, I would say probably my favorite city in the U.S. that I have personally visited that I would that I would love to live in. Um, would probably be Charlotte, North Carolina, I would say. That's probably been my favorite. Um, I've been to like Des Moines. I've been to Minneapolis. I've been to, um, you know, um, Omaha. I've been to uh, Charlotte. I've been to Virginia Beach. I probably would say, I would probably say that uh, Charlotte's my favorite. Oh, and by the way, I have been, by the way, not um, not uh, in the U.S., but I have been to Ontario um, as well in in, uh, in Canada, so. And that was cool. But I mean, I think Charlotte was probably my favorite. By the way, I'm snacking on popcorn as we're talking. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And just side note, uh, I've also been to Charlotte and uh, it is uh, an awesome city. It's like one of those, it's like old style city. So none of the buildings are like super sky, skyscrapers, but it's just really cool, historic. Uh, I liked it. It was like a really cool city. Um, okay. One last question about work. I had a couple more, but I'm, I'm going to start, I think, skipping some questions just because. You know, I don't know how long you're wanting to be on or not, but um, I'm fine. Let me put it this way. Let me put this this way. Since we're already here on live, um, I'm fine with whatever. So, I mean, I don't have much going on after this. If you want to keep on going for a little bit, maybe maybe if we want to put a timer on it, maybe we just do um, like 2.30 or not 2.30, like two hours and 30 minutes or something. Maybe we can do that. We're currently sitting at two hours and nine minutes on my Twitch page. So yeah. either way, uh, it doesn't matter to me. I'm just fine. but I will start skipping some just because, uh, you know, yep. some of them get a little re redundant as I was writing yep. these. I kind of but anyways, but in, in one more work uh, and plus the problem is like like I asked you, you know, where do you what do you currently do for a job? And you gave me your whole work history. So you answered a lot of questions that I had in. Oh, in yeah. Sorry. So no, no, it's fine. I'm just saying. Uh, so I think I know the answer to this, but I still want to ask it before moving off of work. Uh, if you could do anything for work, what would you do? Uh, I'm a you know, again, I know you're trying to become a content creator. Uh, and and that obviously my my first instinct is oh well obviously he wants to become a mobile game and content creator, but then I thought it's still interesting like if you could literally do any job in the world maybe like go be an astronaut or you know just something crazy, uh, uh, is there something different you'd choose or 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 is mobile game and content creation the dream job? Nope. Nope. So um, mobile content creation is the dream job at my current state in my own world. Yes. Um, no, that's not the, the um, no, my, my dream job right now that like, if I could stop what I'm doing today and do whatever other job I want to do, 
100%, it would be to full-time make posters and advertisements for movies. Wow, very cool. Like the ones you see in theaters and stuff, like the actual now show-in type. Yep. Yeah, that would be yep. pretty yep. fucking well, cool. Well, 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 all, well, all the way across the board. Right, I mean, right. I, I, I'd be willing. I'd be willing to make the like the as you know the at the now showing movie theaters. Like, obviously, that would be like you know the the best highlight. Um, but I would even love making like just um other versions of those. You know, to right. be sold in like stores like Spencer's. You mean you know or like Walmart. You know, things like that. Like just posters in general. I think it'd be badass. You mean you know you know to be hired on by companies that were just like, hey, dude. We've got this, you know, movie coming out, you know, this, you know, this awesome movie or whatever, you know what I mean? And, you know, and we just want you to design a poster because that's literally what I do with my thumbnails, you know, like on YouTube. Do you know what I mean? It's just I would have a lot more like, you know, you know, the artistic, you mean, you know, you know, like realm going into that. You know what I mean? You know, thumbnails yeah. obviously are more driven to, hey, click on me, you mean, versus, you know, being more like, you know, my art, my artwork, but it still fits that digital realm, it still fits the art style. Um, and I've met one person. Um, that does it currently right now living um, you know, or for a living on Twitter. Uh, I don't know her in real life. I don't know anything about her. Um, she's an older woman, but I talked to her once or twice about it and asked her, how do I get in the industry um, and was talking to her about it. But I mean, it, it's one of those, it's one of those, you know, those, those close knit, you I mean, you know, you know, realms, you know, where basically she just told me that I had to, you know, start doing it on my own, you know, you know what I mean? You know, just by, by making them, posting them, advertising them, that kind of shit. So I, it's just, mm-hmm. it's just a long, a long-term thing. And I, I don't, I don't think I have the ambition and the drive to actually grind it out. Um, I think I'm just more, more trying to focus on my immediate dream, which would be just create content full-time and, you know, and work from home, basically creating content. Idea. You should totally, when you know you're going to start playing a new game on your channel, mm-hmm. You should yeah. totally make a movie poster to advertise you get into <laughs> like with like the game in the bat. Like imagine Ark Survival and then Codations like put in there running from dinosaurs or something and like like a full blown fucking movie poster to like say, Hey, we're gonna be starting this game next week. I don't know. I just feel you know, like that would be, be the cool. best thing you know, ever. You know what would be cool. I think that would be actually pretty damn cool. You know what I mean? Like the the sucky part is is like where would I advertise it? Like how would I Twitter? Like because uh, Instagram, be Twitter, Instagram, be Twitter. probably okay, too. Okay, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, social media would work. I was thinking more of like like if I was going to do that on YouTube, that would be hard because you know you can't really design that in a thumbnail. But I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean like so. Yeah, I could totally do that. Like on social media, just instantly be like boom. Yeah, to like kind of like, and if you did it like a, you know, like to kind of leading up, you could have different posters for the same game, and uh, you know, it kind of be like promoting it as you go on, and it would be a unique take off just people posting like, I'm gonna be starting this game, da 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 da. Uh, I don't know. Right. I just thought, I just thought it would that sounds cool. I would totally think that. Now it might take you a couple times, you know, before people it. like start. Oh, look at this guy that makes movie posters out of the games he's playing. Like it might take a while to, but I don't know. I don't know. It just sounds cool. Alex says, ah, good idea. Once in 2021, out of the fog comes cookies, evil cookies. <laughs> He's referring yeah, to the I don't know. I'm checking out right now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Just just hot take there. Uh, okay. It's actually so- pretty cool, though. You know what's going to be funny? <laughs> we're going to be looking back on this one day. We're going to be like, you know, the 24th, the 2021. I mean, we're going to be looking back on this and we're going to be like, dude, you remember that one time in the podcast we talked about starting to do this? And then like, now look at me. It's like, look, I've got if, you, right if you ever need inspiration, right? I'm planning on playing Subnautica once I'm done with uh, 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 Raft. 
So if you want to make me one, a movie poster starting Subnautica, feel free. Because that sounds legit as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So now my questions kind of just go. They're kind of more random questions I had towards the end um, a little bit. I mean, some of them at the very end go back into uh, uh, at the very end. I have a couple questions about religion, spirituality. God, because you know me, okay. we talked about it on my yep. side a little bit. So, uh, but yep. but some of the next ones are more kind of general. Uh, so again, anybody in the chat that has any other questions, um, feel free. Uh, but this one uh, first is uh, 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 all right. Is is there? Well, this might be a little weird, but like, I, I was I was going. Well, no, yeah, I was going to, but then I paused. I, I think I might skip that one, uh, just because I think uh, I, I might go back to it. But this one might be a little weird, but I don't know. I thought it was a cool cool question. I I found okay. uh, someone else asked one time in a podcast uh, to to like a friend that you know type okay. figure that there. But we might not know each other well enough. But uh, is there something about my beliefs that you don't agree with but still respect? Is there something um, you've heard in talking about some of my beliefs? I know a couple times in the podcast I've come out with kind of some of my thoughts on, on especially around spirituality or life in general, or maybe depression or things like that that we've gotten into on the stream. But is there anything that you've heard me say that you don't agree with? Uh, you know, but again, I, I add, but still respect well, at the I end. Well, I guess I guess the only thing civil. that I can say, the only thing that I can say, which again, this is this is nothing nothing to ever go in detail about but like the only thing that i can think again i could be completely wrong and if i'm wrong you can set me straight but um i believe at one point um you had made a comment um in one of your streams i believe you used the term you were pro-choice am i correct correct okay perfect and that would be something that i disagree with at that point um that uh, I respect your decision, that I don't judge you for any reason in that case. But that would be something that I remember you had said at one point. Okay. Good, good. Cool, cool. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I'm it was an interesting I question. I pulled that out of my ass. I didn't know I was going to have an answer. I'm, I'm like, surprised oh, as well. I have an answer. <laughs> I'm surprised as well. It was kind of what I threw. That's why it's at the end because I was like, oh, that's interesting. You know, I don't. Um, mm-hmm. What do you feel? I'm assuming. I think I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it just. Uh, but what do you feel most grateful for in your life? Mm. I mean, obviously, my wife and my kid. But I'm trying to think outside of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what I assume the obvious answers were. But and right, it can be right, that. Right, I, I mean, it, just, it can be that. Just, but I don't. But I don't want to just be. You know, the I don't want to give just the obvious. I mean, if we're thinking like in terms of like everything. Um, I'm most grateful for um, the fact that I was able to make something of myself um, and not uh, follow in the footsteps of my mom or my or my dad. I mean, I guess that'd probably be the best thing I could say was, you know, make something for myself out of the situation that I had growing up. Very cool. Uh, Can you can you remember a time in your life when you felt most alone? Alone? Mm -hmm. Um, Probably probably my childhood. Um, going to like, you know, birthday parties, going to school and stuff. Do you know I mean, you know, um, seeing, um, you know, the other kids, do you know what I mean? You know, and seeing the other relationships that other kids had with their parents, um, that I didn't have. Um, and then how my, my normal was completely different than norm their normal. Um, so I would probably say that was probably be the time that I felt the most alone in my life was just, um, it's hard to explain because I don't know anybody who has went through the same thing that I have went through. 
Um, so it's hard to, you know, relate to other people in that aspect. So I just tend to not normally talk about it. Okay. Uh, makes sense. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Uh, when was perfect. the last time you cried? The last time? Yep. The last time I cried. Eight months ago? No. I've cried since then? Yeah, probably an argument argument with my mom. Oh, just kidding. Nope. Um, she corrected. Um, Christmas. My grandpa sent me a gift card um, out of the blue for my son for Christmas, for, for a Christmas gift. He sent me a $150 gift card, Visa gift card for my son. And I wow. bawled like a little baby. Oh, that's nice. That's really Oh, sweet. by the way, yeah, I'm a big ass softy, man. I will cry. <laughs> I will watch a movie and I will be bawling. Um, I mean, I mean, it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, yeah it, ha- it happens a lot. I'm not a I'm not one of those men that believe, you know, that men can't cry. I'm hardcore, hardcore emotional. I just I just it takes certain triggers to actually do something. But yeah, um, Alex got a serious question. It looks like in the chatter. Yeah, he says, yep. He says, if you could trade one of your five senses for one superpower, what sense would you what sense would you sacrifice? <laughs> can be and what superpower would you get okay. so what sense out of your five would you get rid of to gain a superpower and what superpower would yep. you get yep um so my my sense that i would lose um would be uh well hold on sense yep so i seeing hearing tasting smelling touch oh <laughs> okay but 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 so does okay so I would get my, I would get rid of my sense of smelling, um, okay. and then I would, and then I would instantly gain teleportation. Nice, nice. <laughs> teleportation is my super, my superpower of choice. I don't give a shit about flying. I don't care about doing anything fast speed. Nothing. Um, teleportation has always been my favorite. Um, and then uh, Nightcrawler has always been my favorite. Um, growing up with teleportation. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would say if we're talking senses, um, then uh, definitely uh, smell. Um, but if we're talking in terms of like hear, speak, uh, no, I know, but I'm saying speak because I would give up, I would give up the ability to speak because I'm fluent in sign language. And so because I'm fluent in sign language, I would just revert to using sign language to communicate so I can still smell. But it kind of depends, you know, on what you classify as, as that, you know, if I give up, if I give up, if I give up the ability to talk, does that give up the ability to taste because if that's the case, then I will go definitely smell. <laughs> well, I don't think sense? talk speech is a, is a sense taste. Right. That's what sense. I'm saying. Right. So yeah, right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. So sense wise, it'd be my nose. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, okay. That's all the kind of the random questions. Now to end it, it kind of goes into, I got like four or five more questions and, and then I'm, yep. I'm done. Uh, kind of goes more back into spirituality um, and, and God and yep. that kind of stuff that, that we kind of did on, on me a little bit. So I wanted to kind of post some of them to you as well. Uh, yep. Alex says though, before we get into that, uh, because those, those will probably get, you know, a little bit more heavy again, cause you know, that's just okay. me. I can't help it. Alex says, wouldn't it's you okay. be no feared of teleporting into a wall fence or anything that would slice you in half and instantly die? If you had to teleport. No, no, because no, because if you've I mean, it depends on what you're basing it off of. If you're basing it off of like like superheroes that have the ability to teleport, mm. um, like the movie Jumper or Nightcrawler or something, 
um, the ability to teleport is controlled by where he wants to teleport to. Do you know what I mean? So I'm not worried about teleporting into something wrong. Um, I would, I would basically, I always say I'd have to learn, I'd go through an experience where I have to learn, you know, how to control the ability. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, I, I, I would definitely take that risk. Hands down. If you ever <laughs> seen the movie jumper, the jumper, yeah. the jumper movie is like $5 now or the $3 bin probably right now. But I watched that movie so many times and I'm just super jealous of that guy, dude. The fact that he has the ability to just jump where or teleport wherever the hell he wants to go at any given moment is just ridiculously cool. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Imagine eating lunch, dude, on top of like the pyramids. I agree. If, if like I had to, house, yeah, I'm cool. with you, man. That would be that easily. That would be my my choice. If I could teleport anywhere, just on, we've been me and the wife again. Side note, a little bit. I, I try to you know keep it about you, but we've been watching yeah, the show okay. uh, on the Sci Fi Channel. Well, it's on Netflix, but it premieres on called The Magicians. And there's the guys, yeah. there's a guy on there that is, uh, tell, I, I'm like, dude, I would like to go to different galaxies, different worlds. I'm like, I forget what he's called, but, but yeah, like I would totally, that would, that would be my 100%. Yeah. I can't remember what the hell he's called either, but I know what you're talking about. Um, but it's he's like, like the Indian the, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's like the only one of his, yeah. like of that kind that can do that or whatever. And yeah, but, uh, yep, but yep, yeah, yep. I, I would totally, totally, I've always loved teleportation. I've always and thought that would be the coolest a- thing to ever actually be invented in real life to be able to teleport from one location to another. I'm like, make the pads like Star Trek and shit. They beam <laughs> me up, Scotty. Like, that's so fucking cool. All right. Anyways, go ahead. So I, I agree. I agree with you too. But I was going to say on the side note of superheroes or superpowers, my second favorite superpower 100% would be to shape shift. That's my fact. That's my second one. My first one would be teleportation. My second one would be shapeshift. I would love to be able to just just be something else instantaneously, you know, um, at, you know, at the drop of a hat. Like I would instantly be like, oh, you know, I want to be a dog. Boom, sh- you know, right. In the, oh, a cat. Boom. You know what I mean? You know, I would be able to do whatever, you know, what, whatever. I think shapeshifting would be would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. I don't follow you on that one, but <laughs> what would be your second one? What would be your second one? I we're already talking about it. Teleportation. <laughs> no, your first one was teleportation. Yep. Second one, teleportation. <laughs> no, I got to pick something different. What would your second one be? No, nope, because then by some weird chance in the universe, the second one will come true instead of the first one. I ain't doing it. Teleportation, teleportation <laughs> or bust. <laughs> All right. So on this note, I do want to, I do want to ask this question before we get into the religious sure, stuff. Sure. Sure. Um, just because we are talking back and forth and I, this is, you know, we're co-hosting this, um, question for you. Vampire or werewolf? If you if you tonight vampire had to choose, pick vampire. and choose. Okay, but now keep in mind, let me just make sure we clarify it. We're going hardcore books. So, you know, vampire <laughs> can't walk throughout the day. You know, yeah, there is no twilight shit. You know, <laughs> vampires can't walk throughout the day. You know what I mean? You are, you are, you know, basically bound, you know, to the, you know, inside or darkness, you know, all day yeah, long. Yeah, that's fine. I love the, the dark. Nighttime. Yep, yep. Okay. I'll take it. Perfect. That's funny. Cool. Hell yeah. Well, that's my answer too. I'm a hardcore vampire. I don't, I don't well, let me ask this. Werewolves don't live forever, do they? They don't have immortality like vampires. Because I, I take the immortality. Well, depends depends i don't know i mean i i guess i've never really looked in their history because i'm a vampire person but um okay so you might yeah i i think i don't i don't know give me an old creepy castle living in the dark only out at nighttime but i know like i'm invincible and can't die to the to the craziness of the night i'm down all day every day i'm quantum vortex energy i'm fine with like not having a creepy castle holy 
says lots of stuff. I'll let Codations read it if he wants. It's not really questions. I'm not. He's saying many superpowers are much more possible than you can imagine. We are a self-limited species. Let me see you teleport right behind me right now. Do it. Do it. Go. <laughs> Boom. Where you, oh, wait. There's a delay. I'm sorry. Nope. Still ain't having. <laughs> <laughs> so hold on. So what the hell is going on here? Communication with anybody in the world is easy. There is a simple gadget called a cell phone. However, the cell phone with all of its technology is no match. The communication device that is typical of every brain. Hardware, blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. So just going like super, super analytical here. Yeah, which I'm I'm happy to do on on any other normal podcast, but this one's a specifically a, a Q and A type thing, so I don't want to go too dive yeah. deep into that topic. I'm all good. Drop, bring on the religion right. questions. Let's go. All right. So, can you tell me what role religion played in your life when you were growing up? <clears throat> I'm the place to get free shit. <laughs> okay. Fair <laughs> enough. I actually I know a lot of people like that that were kind of from poor families. <laughs> um realistically i'll just i'll keep it short but realistically um all growing up the only time that i ever saw the inside of a church which was quite often but the only time that i ever saw the inside of the church um was realistically when um we were making appearances um in order to collect you know free stuff so like the church whether that was the church you know you know bringing us in um, you know, getting in contact with somebody, you know, who got in contact with my mom, um, who would bring us in, you know, to deliver us like, you know, a whole bunch of stuff that they had like accumulated, like, you know, canned food or, you know, you know, food in general, um, or, you know, things like that. Um, sometimes it was clothes. It really just depends. And it wasn't just us. I mean, there's other families too. Um, but that was pretty much like the extent, um, I was in and out of churches all growing up, um, based on who she was dating at the time or who she was with, um, in their church. Um, but for the most part, yeah, it was it was a lot of like donational stuff and, you know, showing up, you know, just to, you know, to collect free stuff, basically. And it wasn't free stuff like immediate. It was like, you know, we show up and, you know, collect a whole bunch of shit. Same thing with Christmases. There's a lot of Christmases where we didn't have any gifts, but like three or four of them that was actually bought from like church members of a church that we didn't go to. So. OK, and to continue on that, what role does uh, religion or spirituality play in your life now? What does it what does it mean to you now as a, an adult? Um, now it means a lot to me. Um, and I, and I, and I think that, um, because I, I've talked about this before and I don't know if it's a podcast episode or if it was actually just a live stream or what we were doing, but, um, so I actually went through the classes to convert to Catholicism. <clears throat> Sorry, this popcorn is tickling the back of my throat. Um, but, uh, you know, to convert to Catholicism, um, I went through, geez, I don't even know how many, how many months, how many classes was it? It was a, it was a long time, but, um, I went through a long time of classes, uh, really got to understand the religion before ever making the decision to join the faith. Um, and then I fell in love with it, um, ended up joining into it. Um, I think it, uh, it plays a major role in the sense of, um, gives me something to believe in something to add hope into, and then also, uh, you know, something to put my faith into, um, versus it just being open-ended, but that's kind of, that's kind of where I'm at and how it plays a part. Uh, okay. Have you ever had a profound spiritual moment in your life? No. Okay. Uh, no, nope. what are your thoughts? Question, but no, no, that's fine. Yeah. There's no wrong answer. I mean, not, you know, uh, yeah. what are your thoughts on about God? How do you imagine God? Oh, um, I don't know. I'm kind of all over the place um, on how I imagine them. Um, I think I think the the way that um, I think everybody imagines imagines him differently. Um, for me personally, um, I think um, I I think in terms of um, uh, what's the word here? 
Um, I don't think he judges as harshly as um, some people make him out to be. Um, I think it's more um, based on, and I don't even know if it's even a physical, actual physical, tangible, you know, person um, more so as it is a, as a guidance. Do you know what I mean? And I focus more on um, the aspect of, you know, being a good person and doing the right things in your life. Do you know I mean, you know, and making up for the wrong things that you have done um, and learning from those, um, I think is, is what the answer truly is in the end. Um, and then making sure that, you know, you, you have left whatever sort of mark that you want to leave on the earth when you actually leave. Um, so I'm not really sure if that's really answering the question or not. Um, cause, because it's kind of hard to depict on what he actually is to me, but uh, yeah, I don't think there's any correct or wrong answer. I was just curious Perfect. your thoughts on it. Because I know, uh, you know, just in us talking <coughs> uh, yep. and just giving this a little more to kind of, you know, because then it might spark something else that you want to say uh, yep. if I give you context on what I was looking for or whatever. But I just know we've talked and I, I know you're, I would say you're more, tra- I don't want to say traditional Christian, but I, I know my thoughts when we talk and I've expressed a lot on this podcast is more of like, you know, no wrong religion, just, you know, try to find God yourself. And so I just wanted to kind of hear someone's thoughts. Uh, Since it's always me kind of expressing that, I thought it would be interesting just to kind of hear your thoughts on, on, on what you thought, you know, who God was basically and and how you imagined him to be. So I'm kind of, so I've, I mean, to be honest with you, I mean, like uh, after knowing you, after, after knowing my wife, after, you know, knowing a handful of people in my life, um, I'm going to say within the past couple of years, um, it's really opened my eyes up to, um, uh, what's the word? Um, I guess to be more open, to have more of an open mind, um, to things, um, because I tend to, I kind of, I kind of tend to live a black and white, um, life on a lot of things, right? Like, you know, um, I've, I've made it to the point <clears throat> where I bought a house, I bought a car, I got a job. Um, you know what I mean? I've done all these things and, and I, and I've lived this life of, that's the right way. And that's the only way to do it um, versus really diving in and understanding other people. I mean, you know, and understanding that, you know, you know, my way of doing something or what worked for me isn't necessarily the best way for everybody else. Do you know what I mean? Um, And that people could do their own thing in their own way. You know what I mean? And at their own time, at their own pace, (coughs) geez, I apologize. Popcorn Um, was a bad life choice. (laughs) Dude, a bad Just life kidding. choice for sure. Bad life choice. Um, but you know what I mean? And so like I, I want to say, um, especially when it comes to like mine and your friendship, you know what I mean? And talking to you over just our podcast, over everything, hanging out in your live streams and talking to you and getting to know you more. Um, you've definitely had a mark on me in terms of um, teaching me to be more open-minded um, when it comes to other people. You I mean, you know, not judging a person by, you know, something or themselves or them or whoever, I mean, you know, instead kind of just, you know, listening, taking in the information, I mean, you know, and then kind of just, you know, spinning it and using it in terms of, you know, just accepting the fact that that's that person, I mean, you know, or that's how that person is, do you know what I mean? And being more open-minded to that concept. Um, I think it's really, really helped me develop as a, as a human. I mean, you know, you know, I mean, as a person, you know, because like I said, I grew up you know, knowing the background that I came from, you know what I mean? It's very easy for somebody, for me to talk to somebody and then to be like, oh, I'm stuck and I can't do this. You know what I mean? It's very easy for me in my mind to be like, oh, that's just an excuse. You know what I mean, you know what I mean? Like you can do this. You can, you know I mean, you can do what, you know, whatever. You I mean that kind of mindset, you know, or it's very easy for me to say, 
I disagree with this, right? But it was very hard um, for me to accept anything else, right? So when somebody would come in and they would not agree with something that I agree with, even though to me it's black and white in my head, you know what I mean? I can't see why they think the white side or, you know, you know, black side as far as in terms of the actual, you know, situation, you know, why they see the other side. I can't see that. And I, there was no way of, of getting that through. Does that make sense? Like, is that, it's kind of confusing maybe, but you get what I'm trying to say. Um, I think that that was, I think that's probably one of the things that has really helped me out. I forgot the damn question. No, no, you're answering the questions. <laughs> you're fine. Oh, I know. What was the question again? I forgot. The well, name. no, I, I, the questions originally were your thoughts about God and how do you imagine God? And then I went into kind of just saying why I was asking that. And then you were expounding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so back to the, back to try to pull this back to what I was trying to get at was your comment where you said about traditional or, you know, whatever about everybody else. God, I'm kind of in the same boat to be honest with you as you, <clears throat> or I'm manifesting into that. Um, you know, to trying to just be open-minded um, and then really understand kind of what it is. Again, I have not grown up in religion. I don't know a whole lot about other religions besides, you know, the, 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 what is it? Um, um, stereotype, you know, shit that floats around, you know what I mean? You know, so I can't really, you know, go off of that because it's not really concrete. You know what I mean? You know, so I'm trying to just be more open-minded when it comes to other people and their religion. And just, it is what it is. I think everybody's relationship with God and, <laughs> fuck dude you know everybody's relationship with god you know what i mean and and their experience and the things that they're going to go through is going to be all based you know between them and that person you know what i mean it's none of my business fair enough fair enough fair enough fair enough <laughs> take that drink dude i'll talk for a minute dude i'm freaking dying we got quantum vortex energy in the chat just going off telling us all about this crazy shit I'm not even getting into it with him because he's just fucking, he, oh he, God, he's, uh, he's apparently some high level fucking government, uh, crazy ass motherfucker. So Alex trying to ask him some questions, but he won't, uh, he won't let him, yo, it might soothe the throat, dude might soothe the throat. All right. I got like two or three questions left. And then if nobody else in the chat, we can, I know you're dying, but, but kind of now that we started into it, I, I want to ask these last ones. Uh, I'm good. I'm just going to packing up. Every yeah, that's fine. Do you think about dying and how does it make you feel thinking about it? Um, I would say prior to my son being born, um, it did, it never bothered me. Um, I don't think that it's something that I ever really think about in terms of worry about or, you know, skeptical about, or, you know, you know, is it lurking around the corner type of mindset? And then if it ever happened, um, I never really put a lot of thought into it. Um, I think now that my son has been born, um, I think I put in a lot more thought into it um, in terms of um, obviously the simple one would be, you know, leaving him. I mean, you know, I think that's that's a really big one. Um, and then another one is to making sure that I have um, what's the word? Uh, set stuff up. I mean, you know what I mean? You know, to make sure that he was taken care of, you know, in terms of, you know, like whether a home or financially or whatever, you know, for him. Um, and then not only that too, I mean, I think that, um, a lot of it comes down to making sure that, you know, I've experienced, um, a, you know, will, will it ever be enough? You know what I mean? I mean, you know, you know, now I'm hitting that mindset with my son that, you know, will the, will there ever be enough time? You know what I mean, you know, will, will there ever come a time where I would be able to satis satisfactor satisfactorily geez louise that's a horrible fucking word um that i would be able to you know be on my deathbed or dying i mean you know or die i mean you know and not 
feel like I wish there was more. Does that make sense? And so like, yeah, and that I I actually my next question kind of in that was if you were to die suddenly this evening, what would you regret not have having done? And I think and, and, and I don't think that I would ever have I don't think I would have regrets. I know we talked a little bit about that before in a live stream, but um, I don't think there's any regrets that I have, um, whether it's whether it's done or not doing. Um, I honestly think it would come down to to time. I think that it, that that it would suck um, to die like tomorrow, for instance. And by the way, if this is the case, right, because we always got to take it for what it's worth. Right. We're here. Um you know, if I was to die tomorrow or not wake up tomorrow, I think the sucky, I would think the suckiest part, again, I'm dead. So in theory, I wouldn't be thinking. Um, but I think that the suckiest part would be that I didn't get to enjoy more time with my son. Not that I don't enjoy time with my son now it's just going forward um i wouldn't be able to enjoy that time or even with my wife you know i mean obviously she is you know she still counts but um i'm just saying you know that's kind of you know been our shift you know um ever since he was born you know i mean you know is actually being able to show him the cool things you know you know video games and computer stuff and legos and tech i mean you know and watching him grow up which is scary as fuck by the way but you know you mean you mean but watching that manifest I mean, I think that would be the thing that I would that I would regret not being able to see the most. Um, but again, you know, it all depends on what you believe. You know, I mean, if I'm dead, I'm dead. Right. Um, as some people, some people, you know, I'm then an angel. You know, what I mean, so then I would be able to see it all just from a different angle. You know, I don't really know. But uh, how do you imagine this might be a weird question, but uh, I- okay. I've asked this to people before and I always find it interesting. Uh, yep. How do you imagine your death? So that might mean to kind of set this up for you, it's kind of a two-part question. Uh, number yep. one, like when you're dead and you're 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 you know dead. Maybe you know some people you know have told me like you know th- they kind of this is how they picture their funeral is going to be and who will be at their funeral. Some people uh, take it as the opposite of um, how do you think you're going to die? Cause I think a lot of people tend to have an inkling of, of what it is that's going to kill them. Like I, I'll use myself for an example. I'm my, my fear of dying is, or like if I said like, Oh, if somebody said Derek died tonight and I had to guess why I would say a heart attack because my family has a, has a history. My, my, the males in my family have a history of, uh, uh, of, you know, having uh, bad hearts and stuff, um, you know, and, and again, so, so you can kind of take it either way, but I'd be curious. Prince says this has turned I, emo. <laughs> I told you the last <laughs> questions get the God and the death questions get heavy. See, see, That's I why I see, saved I it for the end. See, I don't know if I've ever, if I've ever had an inclination or ever, ever thought about it, to be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know that answer. Um, I don't have one thing that I feel like would be a weird, a weird thought, to be honest with you. I actually think that I'm completely a weird human in the sense of, I think about, freak accidents and shit happening all the time. And I've always been that person. Um, but I feel like I always try to prevent that shit from happening all the time. Like I take extra steps and extra precautions all the time um, in order to prevent weird shit like that. Like to give you an example, we live on a street, um, you know, that we got to drive down. It's got a lot of several of a lot of stop signs. You know I mean, on the left and right hand side, you know, we have the straightaway. Um, but there's, I see people blow that those stop signs all the time, you know, going left or right, like 55, you know, you know, miles an hour in a fucking 30, you know, mile an hour, you know, neighborhood um, all the time. Um, So there's a lot of times where like I actively think in that moment all the time when I drive home, 
I hit that stop or I, my, my lane, I don't have a stop sign, but I will purposely slow down at every one of those because I just picture for whatever reason, I mean, a car, you know, blowing through that stop sign, impaling the side of, you know, the side of my vehicle, do you know what I mean? And before, you know, anybody gets there or whatever, you know, like it would just suck balls. Um, I, I mean, but but it's not just that. I think about shit all the time. I mean, there's there. My mind is so psychologically fucked up. I feel like, you know, I mean, I mean, I think, I, I mean, I literally, I mean, I literally think about shit like this all the time. You can ask the wife, like, um, like I purposely, like I lock the door, the internal door to my basement, which has no entrance, but I lock it on the inside when I go to bed every night. And people ask me like, why the hell do you lock that door? And I'm like, well, because what if somebody happens to be in the basement hiding out all day long, waiting to come up the stairs to fucking murder me? Do you know what I mean? Like, hopefully that locked door will prevent them, right? Like they're not going to kick the door open or, you know, or, you know what I mean? You know I mean, like that's the kind of shit that my mind thinks about all the fucking time. Like, like, I mean, I don't even know how to explain it. Like I, like I literally lock the screen door on the outside of our side door of the house when our house door has a deadbolt and a regular lock and the screen door is not going to do fucking anything, you know, to prevent somebody from getting in. It's just a little flip up lock. So, I mean, I don't know, dude, I just do shit like that all the time. Um, I'm just weird like that, but um, I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I don't really think about my death to be honest with you. I don't really have, Oh, hold on. It sounds like you think about your death a lot. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm saying, but in terms of like the way you, the way you, the way you talked about it was like specifics. Like I don't have like a specific, well, No, I, I was just trying to give some example. I mean, I, that's what I was trying to say. I, maybe I said it wrong. That's why I was trying to explain it. I've gotten different. I, I pose the question kind of general to see what I get. Just like I got that from you. Uh, oh, okay. and I've gotten that from people before. I was just more trying to give, you know, in case the brain wasn't, you know, if my question wasn't good enough, I was basically trying to explain some of the types of answers I've got, uh, gotcha. that, that might okay. get you on the right track. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I basically just asking, you know, did, yeah. Like, you know, do you think about yourself dying? How, how do you think about yourself dying? You know, again, some people like me, I always think like, it's going to be a heart attack that gets me. That's like, you know, for me, it's right. one thing for you. It's multiple things. But so then let's yeah, so ask you enough. this, but so let's you this, if, if that is the case, right. And you find that with the heart attack thing being like the thing that you think you're going to die. So then do you find peace in every other aspect and you don't worry about dying? Cause you think that it's the only way you're going to go is going to be heart attack or no. <clears throat> Yeah, for the most part, I don't really, I don't, I mean, I, I there's been times in my life where, where something has scared me and I thought maybe, like I remember, uh, for example, one time I was riding the motorcycle and I had the thought, uh, this front wheel could just fall off this bike. Something could malfunction on the bike, the front wheel could come off and I'd be thrown, you know, riding the motorcycle 65 miles per hour, I'd be dead. Uh, but, right. but for the most part, those thoughts don't No, I don't, I don't check to, I mean, I'm actually very opposite. I'll, I'll leave my house and leave the doors unlocked and I, someone breaks in, they break in. I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, I mean, I've, you know, that, yeah, I, I, I'm not, it's more for me. It's always been fear of death more on, on my mind's always fixated on, on one thing, which is a heart attack for some reason. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, it's very interesting to know. I mean, like I said, I mean, mine, and, and again, just for anybody that's listening out there, I mean, I see Alex's thing where it says, damn, that's intense. Like, um, it's not like it's not like that, like that it controls my life. It's I mean, like literally, I don't even think about it. Like, that's the crazy part. Like I'm thinking about it maybe subconsciously, but I don't think about it as in like, like, you know, in the moment or anything. I mean, like it just happens. Does that make sense? You mean like, you know, like I just I just do these things and then I'm reminded that I do these things by other people. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like my wife making a joke about the basement door. You mean, you know, what I mean, or or. I don't know, somebody making a joke about, you know, me, me slowing down when there's no stop sign. I mean, you mean, or, you know, just random shit like that. I mean, or like me 
you know, being, being precautious, um, you know, when somebody, you know, knocks on the door, you I mean, you know, I mean, there's a lot of times where someone knocks on the door. I'm not a person, you know, for the most part, that's going to fucking open that door wide ass open. I mean, you know, just to talk to them, you know what I mean? I've heard, you know, too many horror stories, you know, with people, you know, you know, something happening to somebody, you know what I mean? So, you know, normally I'm the, I'm the third person that, you know, I, I, you know, I, I crack the door. I mean, you know I mean? I'm looking, you know, oh, there are, I'm talking through the door. You mean, you know, if I don't know the person, you know, you know, stuff like that. It's just, I do these things without thinking about it. You know what I mean? But other people notice them. So they call them out or they point them out. And then I'm reminded like, oh yeah, I forgot. I'm fucking weirdo. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, I mean it just sounds like you you try to uh, control the risk in your life as much as as you're able to, which isn't a bad thing. I mean, I I do that as well. So I guess if you're saying in that aspect, uh, I mean, yeah, I probably do that. Um, you know, to to some extent, uh, where it's not really so much as as thinking about the death as it is of just knowing that death could happen. So what can I do to make sure I'm staying the safest? I can just like wearing a seatbelt. You you. Most people don't think that they're going to die because they're not wearing the seatbelt, but you know that by, you know, not wearing uh, it, you not you, ha- you, you increase your risk. chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. That makes that makes sense. I guess I, but you you led me to a really good answer. Here's my sentence. My answer <laughs> to the question is: I just figured it out. My answer to the question is 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 I try to make sure that when my time comes to die, that I have done everything I can to prevent that from happening prior to it just naturally happening. Let's put it that way. That's my answer to that. Is that if death's going to get me, it's going to be because death was meant to get me, do you know what I mean? And not because of a mistake or something that I did, you know what I mean? Or that I could have probably potentially done to prevent that from happening. Again, depends on what you believe in. Yeah, which which is kind of interesting because, uh, you know, I, I've not, you know, it's kind of making me think about some stuff too, which is that, uh, you know, it, you know, it really shows that that it, then it's almost a, a uh, in, in some sense, it almost seems like it's a fear of death. Right. Or else you probably wouldn't. And at some point in your life, I think most people start. Because I remember when that, I at least in my own life, I can remember when that flip switched um, for me to where I never even really thought ever about dying or that I was going to die. And then all of a sudden, like, realizing, like, oh, one day I'm going to die. Then all of a sudden, it was like my brain's like, okay, here's how we can do these things to limit the chance of you dying. Right. <laughs> Which is an interesting switch. <laughs> Because right. I don't think you have that at all, you know, as as child. I think at some point that flips on that switch. Right, right, and I and I agree with you, and I would I would agree with that. I would second that up. I mean, again, you know, I mean, I think, and it's not everything. I mean, obviously, I know there's things out of my control. I mean, I get on a plane and fly a plane. The plane, you know, obviously is having trouble or it goes down. I mean, I die. You know, that makes sense. I can't control that. Do you know what I mean? But you know the you know the things leading up to that point. I mean, you know, you know, or you know, or the thing, you know, anything that I feel that I can control. Um, then I try to do that, or at least sub- subconsciously make choices, I mean, you know, to try to prevent that. And that's in every aspect of my life. Um, but sometimes I think it does get a little extreme. I mean, I think it prevents me from potentially enjoying myself or having experiences that I wouldn't, you know, otherwise had. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways. And uh, last question that I have. For the night, ladies and gentlemen, for and the, the night. podcast is going to over. And if anyone has any last final ones they want to ask out of anything we've talked about tonight, feel free to throw them in the chat, and I'll get them before we actually end. But the last one that I have is uh, <clears throat> kind of a two-parter. Uh, the first okay. part being is uh, uh, how do you want to be remembered? What type of person do you want to be remembered as when you do pass? Um, I want to be remembered as um, the super positive person who um was very social 
um, very outgoing, um, willing to help anybody and everybody, um, and uh, just had a loving uh, wife and child, and he did everything he could to provide for them. Boom. Okay. And uh, so if you had to, you know, sum that up in in one word, I guess, or kind of like you want to be just re- remembered as a as a good person. Yep, positive, positive, or positive, positive poly. Good. Okay, positive poly. Okay. Uh, so for the last question, uh, do you think you are that person? Yes. Okay. Cool, cool. That's it for me, Codations. <laughs> Anybody else have any other questions before we end the podcast, before we go to through the entire, you know, rundown on our social media platforms, where you can find us at, what our day jobs are, and wow, people are putting that, yo, so uh, how'd I do? Was that all right? Or is it? Yeah, no, I think it was good. Yeah, no, yeah, man, you did you did a really good job. Um, your questions were were really good too. I mean, mine, mine I kind of went more towards, you know, like like funny, like random, like, you know, 20 yeah, questions. Which is fine. Kind of questions. Yeah. And, then, mm-hmm. and then yours was more driven, like thoughtful questions. Like you put in some actual, you know, some actual thought. You were like, shit, what do I want to know about codations over here? Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, full disclosure, I mean, they're not – Yes, I mean I put thought into it, but they're not all my original questions. I mean, I, they're questions I've I've picked up over the years. Uh, you know, I've done you know I've interviewed. I'm the type of person I've done interviews with all my grandparents, uh, where I sat down and recorded them and and had a whole list of questions like this. And uh, and and again, I mean, I am very much uh, uh, you know tend to be a philosophical slash spiritual thinking type person or, you know, so I tend to be a little thoughtful. So I knew it was going to be a little different than yours, which is uh, not to say anything negative about yours. I I thoroughly enjoyed the questions you asked and it was super fun and stuff. I was more worried mine might come off a little dry because I, uh, you know, tend to go deeper in in some things. So I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it then or sounds like you enjoyed it. Yeah, no worries. Nope, no, nope, I completely enjoyed it. Yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I don't, I don't mind talking about any of that stuff as well. And I know that um, a lot of people find that my backstory is super interesting and intriguing. So I just, you know, I just like to tell it as much as possible yeah. when people ask, it's, but I don't like to voice it. So, yeah, it, it's uh, it's crazy how similar because you know, I, I, uh, I didn't move around a lot, but uh, I, I also had a very crazy childhood. Uh, and, uh, you know, a lot of theft, a lot of, uh, you know, like I, I did a lot of the theft stuff, a lot of the, I don't know. There was just a lot of things you said tonight. I was like, oh damn, that hits home pretty, pretty, uh, you know, not, not entirely. I mean, you're, you're the whole, right. your mom moving around your mom, you know, all that overdose. I mean, you know, plenty of stuff that I have no idea what the fuck any of that means. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I know what it means, but you know what I'm saying? Have no. No yeah, matter. no, I get what you're saying for sure. Uh, but but it was super interesting just kind of hearing all of that and your backstory and and getting to know you a little a little better and on a little bit of a deeper level. So it was very, very cool. Oh, I yeah, enjoyed it. Sure. I enjoyed it. Alex says it was pretty good. Have a good night. You as well, Alex. Thanks for uh, stopping in and Alex, checking out and night, hanging out with Codations. Princess, if you're still here, thanks for uh, making it eventually and for hanging out and chilling. Sorry the end questions got a little emo for you. <laughs> I'm not sorry. <laughs> but I love your guys' faces. Before we end, though, we do like to shout out because uh, I know the majority of our listens, at least according to analytics, uh, not that any of them ever seem to find us on our socials. So if you're listening, <laughs> come find us on Twitter, on our Discord somewhere. It's not very hard because Codations is about to tell you how to find him, and then I will tell you how to find me. 
So basically just youtube.com forward slash codations. Um, I pretty much cover a lot of different variety of mobile games. Um, so obviously you can um, check out um, my channel there and anything you want um, from there. And then I also do have a Twitter page. You can hop over there. And then also in my videos, um, I have a Discord um, that you can jump into um, from the description. So that's pretty much where you can find me at. Um, I do have a Facebook as well. It's not on codations. Um, it's actually my personal account, um, which you can obviously follow me there too if you would like. So. And the best way to reach me is through my website, omgitsderek.com. Has links to all my socials, my YouTubes, my Twitch, my Twitter, all that places. Uh, You know, Twitter is my main hangout. That's where I I do the most social in. Uh, So that's definitely a place to follow me outside of the actual content creation spaces, which would be uh, Twitch and YouTube. Uh, Thank you guys so much for listening. As always, we appreciate it. Love hanging out with you guys. Uh, Next week, um, we'll probably get back to more of our regular scheduled podcast, which means probably back to like some topics and stuff. Uh, So if you have things you want to chat about, uh, same time, same place, same day. We'll see you then. Say bye, Codations. Later. Oh, <laughs> bye. See you bye. <laughs> bye. Have a good night, guys. Uh-